please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean? Mr. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2603. Uh, what are we on? Day seven of somewhat quarantine? Is that uh, where we're at? Uh, I guess we're supposed to be... Uh, it feels like we're doing pirate radio, like we're uh, in a bunker somewhere, and if uh, Mr. and Mrs. America can hear us... Uh, we hope that you're listening and I hope you're like, we're trying to get a signal to the people at the mall during Day of the Dead or whatever that freaking movie is. Is it Day of the Dead? Is yeah, it? Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. What's Day of the Dead? That's just the, that something else? the day after uh, Halloween when the Mexican community goes to the graveyard. And That's something, that is a thing. I'm yeah, not making that up. Dia de los Muertos, yeah. What, what are you doing? All right, uh, moving Come on, on man. Moving a light Already. of some sort. I mean, you're you're already violating the six foot rule right now. Um, now listen, uh, Elliot's wearing orange and Matt's wearing orange. Mm-hmm. I apparently did not uh, <laughs> get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that joke's never funny. Never. I'm telling you right now, never funny. But didn't you, get the memo. You show up to an office and uh, you're both wearing a red tie, and uh, or everybody's wearing a red tie, and you're not. I guess, I guess I didn't get the red tie memo. Never funny. It's not, it's not amusing. You didn't. It's not an icebreaker. It's not necessary. Right. We're living at different times. Stuff that was once funny isn't funny anymore. <laughs> oh, so that was funny. <laughs> Memo was funny week. 17 days oh ago. Oh, my God. What a tragic oh. loss. I really. Oh. How many other jokes are we going to lose? We're going to lose a lot. Yeah. yeah. We're going to lose a lot. You know, it's funny to think about how we were just uh, a little flippant about the coronavirus. You know, people making like those, those Corona memes sure. are no longer humorous on the Internet. Yeah. It's, oh. How are you going to feel if Adam Carolla really does get the coronavirus? You know what? That joke is that joke still stands the test of time. And that one's solid. And it's going to go to the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. That was that's the exception. That one works. OK. Your dumb Corona memes suck. <laughs> My Corolla virus solid. I stand by it. I did it uh, three times on the live stage. And I'm going to uh, I'm going to continue to say it. Uh, assuming that uh, if you're allowed I, to back, I, be back on the stage ever, uh, ever. Uh, April's done. I think yeah. April's going to be out. Luckily for me, well, she's in England. Uh, about the month of, not the lady. Uh, luckily for me, um, I only had three gigs booked in April of the eight I have booked for the year. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's boy. that's not going to affect my pocketbook at all. Mm. Boy, that sucks. That sucks to look at there and go. Well, you know what? Maybe this one will. Let. Nope. Maybe the nope. Yeah. That is uh, it's unprecedented times. Well, I get unprecedented in our lifetime. Yeah, Our, right. ours. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, who's who's been alive? How old would you have to be to have experienced something like this? Well, my dad's 85. And I think he, when was the polio uh, scare? When did that happen? Wasn't that? In the I don't know. 30s I don't 40s? know. I don't know any of the details. Well, of, of uh, yeah, there were certainly with the 1918 was the was a big one. Right. Uh, Let's have Garen look it up. Garen's uh, operating remotely this week. Right. Uh, maybe he can find out when the polio uh, scare was and what the hell was going on. Because I, I don't I don't I guess I just. 
I've never heard anything about it. Like, does it was everyone self quarantined? When was the year that uh, and Karen looked that up? When, when was the? And I apologize for being dumb to this. My brain has been mush. Um, you know, staying in your house for three days and <laughs> watching blockbusters on uh, Buzzer, with, uh, which is a great game show, a flawless game show. Not one of those flawless game shows. Buzzer, love it. All right. Um, the uh, when was where you know people are uh, you know uh, boiling a shoe? What what year was that? Nineteen thirty. Well, that was the that was a Great Depression. Yeah, Twenty nine, thirty, thirty one. Yeah. There. So could theoretically somebody could be around during oh, that yeah. ninety years old yeah. for that. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean that was hard times. There, there's been hard, obviously hard times. Uh, the World War II is a time right. where the country, uh, people's lives changed. There's a thing uh, in Burbank. You know, the uh, Lockheed Martin facility is where they built all of the bombers and and fighter planes for World War II. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And they had to uh, put a mesh. They, they they got all of the like art people from all of the movie studios, and they put an entire mesh covering over the entire facility and surroundings and then painted it to look like a town so that if you were looking at it from above it just looked like a normal right. town but underneath the mesh they were building warplanes which i think is hilarious and insane oh and then they also had to like they would have like cars parked to, and then they would have people's job was to like i have to go move this car so it doesn't, oh, it doesn't look doesn't like look, it's yeah. just been sitting there for weeks. This is the last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what's happening in my town. I don't know what you guys. Oh, that's Burbank. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, this is this is during World War yeah, II. Yeah, yeah, that's because they thought that the Japanese were going to try to bomb California. Right, uh, and that never happened. But um, that's the lengths that they went to, and yet I still see people going to the movie theater although not anymore because they disclosed them shut it down <laughs> midnight last night but yeah it's uh that's what's blowing my mind is the people who seem to be completely like whatever <laughs> like get in your fucking house asshole right <laughs> now this Grant, is my turn to walk around this block <laughs> <laughs> no that said we're not in our houses right now we are yeah. uh uh we figured the three of us, we've been in communication and that mm -hmm. we're okay being in the same room with each other. And, yeah. uh, but Garen's at home. We don't trust him and his lifestyle. <laughs> um, you know, the, his lifestyle being working at a bookstore where yeah. lots of people come in and out. Uh, just safety first uh, to have Garen. And our guests are going to be calling in. And that'll be happening for the foreseeable future on this show. Uh, and we, the three of us hopefully will come in here as long as we can uh, to continue this. But, uh, you know, we're not stupid if we're, you know. If uh, we think it's unwise, we won't, and we'll figure out a way, uh, a contingency plan. Mm -hmm. We have contingency plans. We do have some contingency plans. We're going to uh, hopefully just keep this going. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, as Matt and I talked about on the phone yesterday, you know, it's not, this is one time where it's not great that we're, uh, I mean, obviously the show wouldn't be the same if it was just me at my computer talking. Mm -hmm. But a lot of podcasts are that. And so th they have no disruption whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Whereas... Um, you know we, uh, you know we may have a disruption, but uh, hopefully we will not. Yeah. You know we'll, uh, we'll. We got plans though. We got plans. Yeah, we got plans. I we think I think the upside is that uh, it'll be sort of an interesting experiment for us, and 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 hopefully fun for the listener to hear uh, some of the stuff that we may have to end up doing to to get through it and keep producing shows uh, through this because it'll be like basically it'll be a format change on some level. Yeah, uh, we'll you know try to do the same show we always do, but we'll see what uh what adjustments need to be made well, like right now i'm sitting in the guest chair because jimmy didn't want to be within six feet of me <laughs> i never want to be within six feet of you i'm uncomfortable sitting next to you well, on a plane then we should rethink this entire studio layout this kind of interesting point. i want to rethink the show as i called you yesterday and i told you i'm out that's right. the safest way to do it that's, to end the show that's not 
untenable. Um, <laughs> there's one ingredient to the show that is necessary, and that is you. Right. And I just told you what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit down at my computer and start doing a Mike Schmidt-style show. Well... I'm going to need, hear me out. I'm going to need somebody to uh, upload it <laughs> and produce it. Right. So really all I'm doing is getting rid of you guys' talent. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, so I this mean, is almost was... like maybe you're the one who released the coronavirus because <laughs> you're finally getting what you always wanted. What are you accusing me of? <laughs> this uh, is the perfect what I always plan. wanted. I never wanted that. You, you no. sent a virus to Wuhan, China, <laughs> knowing that it would eventually time. spread all the way to California. You know what? In 14 years, you motherfuckers are going to pay. <laughs> <laughs> you will pay pay now listen uh uh and we'll address uh, our proximity but uh i want to just uh bookend what you were saying there about uh you know we're all in this together you know the, mm-hmm. we we are not the only ones suffering. the entire country the entire world is yeah. so any changes to our show should be um accepted right. it should not <laughs> be hoping. what the fuck's going on down everybody we all know what's happening yeah. and if something needs to change a little bit we're all going to be on the same page and if anybody has pushback on that you know you're you stop it yeah you know, oh, you know. To what your point also, Matt. I wanted to say this is I saw a great meme. Again, it's just a meme, and uh, yeah. uh, but it actually came up on CNN today as well about how you know our our grandparents and great parents were asked to go to war. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're asked to sit on the couch and order in food. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can do this. It's, yeah. it's and, an inconvenience, certainly, and yeah. it's not it's not our, any of our favorite things. Right. But you know. Did anybody go to Target or uh, anywhere over the... Uh, I went to a CVS. And uh, crowded, not crowded? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, there were like five people in line. Um, in line to get in or in line to, to check out? To check out. Yeah, it was not It was not hmm. packed. I'm going to guess. What? I didn't look, but I'm going to guess that all the things that people really cared about, they were probably out of. Gone, yeah. I was getting ice cream, so... Huh. Good good thing to stock up on the essentials. <laughs> What'd you get? <laughs> what, 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 uh, what flavor? Some, some, some nice vanilla. Just plain it in, not even something with a nut to get protein. I, I look. <laughs> not even a rocket. It's a little protein so, in dairy. So, so you're right. I, I it, it's it's interesting because because the I it was the first time I'd gone out and I realized that there are a lot of things I have to touch in order to leave my building. Mm-hmm. Like you have your house, everybody in your family is touching your front door, but you know there's not other people doing that. I'm an apartment building with 44 units. Right. I've got a gate. At, at minimum, I've got an elevator. Well. I've got an elevator take, or take handrails. the stairs. Well, but then I got to use a handrail because my knee. So uh, the elevator is actually better. This is no information. Why is this the first time we're hearing about a knee problem of yours? Or one that's bad. I mean, you may have brought it up, but one bad enough to go downstairs. I I am technically. I, I say that to save us because I'm sure he's brought this up. I 100 percent and have been told to shut up about assholes. It. <laughs> so so yeah, I have to support my knee. To it hasn't fully healed yet, so I still have to. I don't know if it will. Uh, so I use the elevator. When you say you have to support your knee, do you have a GoFundMe page for it? <laughs> <laughs> You're putting it through college. Yeah. Well, you know, it's studying to be a doctor. Um, so it can heal itself. Uh-huh, that's, that's usually why most that's, people go into that medicine. That is a good uh, reason. Uh, but I've got to touch the elevator, which is easy enough. El- elbow to the button. No big mm-hmm. deal. Uh, but then I've got these gates that I have to unlatch, and there's really no elbow way to do it. Yeah. And so then the but, doors to get to, to get to, into the garage. So you need some Lysol wipes. Yeah. Or get, just get well, some gloves. I have gloves on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it is very hard to get the other things. Well, it's hard to get everything right now. Yeah, it's like, like those. It's like the delivery time for those was originally April, and then as I was ordering them, it went to May. Yeah, and then to late May, and then I got an email. It was almost June, so I'm probably not going to end up with those. But you can make your own. You can look it up on YouTube. I'm not going to go through it now, but you can make your own if you get the component parts. Right, so you can make your own cool. gloves. 
Yeah. No, but you can make well, your you own wipes. You could. You probably could. But you can make your own wipes. You can knit them. You uh, can knit your yeah. own gloves. Yeah, because you can make your own uh, uh, antibacterial sanitizer yeah. stuff. And then you just can use paper towels or other things that you may have. And then you can do that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's like, I was just like, and then I got to the store and I was like, okay, great. The door is open. But then I have to go get the vanilla and the, you know, the doors like, and then a guy opens the door. So then, I, I'm sorry, is this the forty-year-old boy? Why is this story going on and on and on? No. Is this a fucking monologue? <laughs> you, What's happening? You, I asked a question. You go to CVS. Was it crowded? I the next like, thing I know is I, 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 everything you've ever touched in your life. I'm getting a list of. One time I was playing chess and I moved Rook to King. And well, here's here. my point. My point is this: there, there. You don't think about what you are going to touch no, until you have to not. Dude, touch think it. about this. Think about. Uh, don't touch your face. I dare oh, you not God. to touch your face. Oh no, so it's, hard. I've just when I'm at home. It's just touch FaceTime. <laughs> Are you kidding me? My head, my, my head's in my hands 90% of the day. I'm, in, I'm stressed out about everything. Well, I have facial hair. So I'm, I'm constantly having to... I, I Think feel about like ZZ Top. Oh Once again, God. people have it worse than you. Yeah. Enjoy your fucking uh, Ben and Jerry's. What was what what uh, Hagen does Hagen does yeah. boy oh boy does that for, sound good right now yeah. but delicious yeah, yeah. But and and the easiest one the to way, grab when the door was open I don't give a shit you know what uh, Vaughn's vanilla ice cream yeah, is delicious exactly. it doesn't sure. doesn't matter what brand you're getting thrifty. vanilla ice cream is delicious thrifty is well thrifty is the best actually not amazing good this. I'm not yeah. even gonna have this conversation it sickens me <laughs> um, I went to Target on oh, Saturday dear. morning mm-hmm. brave and uh, at, at opening or just in well, the middle of the morning. You know, it's you know, it's a five minute walk from my house, but I had a drive because my intent, intent was to get stuff. Sure. And um, uh, so I drove over there, and I was like, "Well, there's not a lot of cars." And then the line was wrapped around the back of the building. I mean, wow. And I was like, "Well, I'm not going to get anything," and I ended up getting some wipes, which you know, some Lysol wipes. So you do get in the line. Absolutely. It's like, okay. well, you know what? I still have to get food and and right. what, you know what i'm coming here to get mm-hmm. uh but uh, and the paramedics were called because somebody passed out oh goodness so it Fuck. was um uh but luckily i got wipes and it, there is that communal thing too where people are like you know i couldn't re- admittedly i couldn't reach something and i said sir you're taller than me happy to help and then an older lady couldn't couldn't <laughs> reach the wipes. <laughs> and you sprayed down the <laughs> thing you got for you yeah, don't, not with your hands not with your hands oh <laughs> uh, thank you neighbor <laughs> um you know, I helped an older lady. She couldn't, uh, you know, reach something, which was, uh, you know, very easy to reach. But she's older and mm-hmm. couldn't. But for me, it was very easy. And uh, now you're bragging. And, uh, <laughs> am I? <laughs> it was easy for me. Couldn't barely could ring. Embarrassed, I had to ask a guy, "Sir, can you reach that for me?" And by the way, m- m- maybe, you know, like he just reached his hand straight out. W- what was the item? You know, I'm trying to uh, remember. It was in the. Uh, it was over in the grocery area, mm-hmm. and. Um, what was it? I can't remember what it was. It was it was it was a nun fruit, right? A, a, a fruit from from business. So it was none of your business. Is this how this new world's going to be? <laughs> you just come in with your orange shirt, running your mouth Schmidt style. I'm going to call you the forty year old boy. That's all there is to it. I don't know how old you are. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> What uh, you're doing a monologue today, and I'm in your way. Oh, here we go. What's what's happening? Oh, goodness gracious! <laughs> what if I like this song? You know what? <laughs> kind of works out. <laughs>
Wings. It's probably too late to admit this, but I don't know what that what that's parodying. Is it oh, a, that's that's Paul McCartney and Wings. That's Silly Love Songs by Paul McCartney and Wings. Don't know it. That's a real oh, uh, you r- real blind it. spot for me. The the Wings catalog. I, I know uh, Jet, but again, when someone made a parody of Jet, you I didn't know it. I was like, I don't know what this is. So that's how I learned what Jet was. Uh, so you're McCartney blind. You got Maybe I'm Amazed, which is great. Oh, no, that's you got Jet. Song. I always thought you, that was Beatles. Uh, Liver Let Die. Yeah, that I knew. Uh, Liver Let Die? What's it called? <laughs> That's the cat uh, cat food commercial. <laughs> live or, or live and? Live, live, live and, and let, let die. Live and let die. But I like live or let die. Um, great. Let's be that pedantic animal. <laughs> <laughs> seems, like a, seems like Jimmy's in the perfect mood. Yeah. Maybe we really don't, break maybe down we don't do every this today. participle. All right. but uh, it, We all knew what I meant. I know, but liver, all, I heard liver and that made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, you see how Garen's nice and quiet, letting, <laughs> letting the host of the show do his fucking job. Oh, he was disconnected 15 minutes ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> we still, uh, I still do want to know the answer to that uh, polio question. Oh, yeah. Uh, hang on. Let's finish up this week. Okay, thing. go ahead. Uh, Silly Love Songs was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm Amazed. You guys are older than me, so this uh, is, I don't know these things. Uh, right, I'm just telling you. Yeah. Uh, live and Let Die. <laughs> I know that from the James um, Bond movie and, and the Guns N' Roses cover. Uh, what was the other one we already talked about? Uh, jet. You thought was a Jet. Maybe I'm Amazed. You thought that was a Beatles tune? I did. Th- I thought that was the what are, What's the other Wings hits? Well, I don't know if it's as popular, but there's the there's the one about uh, oh, Uncle the, Albert. Uncle Uncle Albert. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Albert is that letter and let him in yeah 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 let yeah. him in was a hit it was pretty popular that's off the same album as Silly Love Songs mm-hmm. Wings at the Speed of Sound mm-hmm. I have the album. greatest hits this is the one I got you know what you're, you're, you're plenty of wings with, with the greatest <laughs> hits that's all you need uh, I've also got the best of um, uh, Stephen Weber which is uh, a Wings related program <laughs> <laughs> uh, he um, uh, put out a, an album at one point he did not by the way uh, okay, the only one I have on my thing is uh, is Band on the Run, so that doesn't oh, help us at all. Oh, that, that one that, I know. That's yeah, that's a popular one. Band on the Run is one of my top ten songs of all time. But that's like three songs, yeah. What it? Th- Band, Band, on, the Band on the Run. Yes, McCartney is good at that. As, as uh, here we go. Here's Wings' greatest. I'm going to walk you through it. Uh, Another day. No, I couldn't even tell you what that is. Still love songs. Live and Let Die. Junior's Farm. With with a little luck, we, we can could make it out. out. Nope. Uh, Band on the Run. Uh, Uncle Albert is a different song. My apologies. Uh, that is different than Letter uh, Letterman. Oh. And then you got Letter. You got High High High, which I'm sure I know, uh-huh. but I don't. Uh, Let him in, which was a big. And then My Love. You know, you probably know that one. My love does it good. I have a feeling that. Whoa, my love. Whoa, oh my love. I don't think so. I'm gonna start singing that at karaoke. I think that was. It's uh, a great song. Not about my voice. <laughs> Let's go for your voice. You just listened to it. Yeah. It is sound great. <laughs> you are in rare form today, speed bump it, baby. <laughs> it's like the one... You have not talked to a human being in four fucking days, well, and that, I'm punished for it. That's what I was going to say. It's like, normally we make fun of Elliot for like coming in here as if he's never talked to someone for four days, but now it literally is happening, <laughs> and it is awful. <laughs> it is the worst. All right, I want to... I mean, this is worse than the virus. <laughs> <laughs> this is my own personal coronavirus. <laughs> I, would, I, I, I'll, I won't say anything else, but let me say this one say thing. Say whatever you want. Please know that I'm... Hang on. I'm getting an update. Yeah. Uh, ah, uh, this is a delivery related. They attempted to deliver something at 945 this morning. We're not able to. 
Oh, there was uh, also, you mean here? Yes. Yeah, I, I saw the note on the door when I got here. Uh, I think I was in the shower when they never responded the to this. We are here now. Uh, we're and not here. People upstairs. Not here at nine forty-five, and would never be. It's a good point. True. Nine forty-five. In fact, other than the riser episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should include that. We never are. There we go. All right, so that's a that's a response there. Here's an Amazon. Something shipped from Amazon to my home. That should be getting there shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, should we take bets on who the first congressman to die from this is going to be? Oh, my God. <laughs> what? That seems. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's 424 of them. There's got to be one person who's going to die. Who are you going with? Uh, I don't I don't know a lot of the, who's like who's old. Uh, we, we already lost the, the Thurman. Chuck Grassley out of Iowa. He's older. Mm. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, but Iowa's sort of remote. It's going to be somebody from California, probably. You think? Or New York? Or New York, or or Washington. Like who's who's uh, who's gonna, the oldest congressperson from Washington? Washington. That seems to be that would be a good safe money. Our spot. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't know any Congress people. It turns out. Yeah. What, <laughs> so this game. I know falls the apart. same four that everybody seems to know. Yeah, I know. I know uh, Schiff. I know Nadler. Nadler. Uh, I know Pelosi. Matt Gates. Only because he's a, a annoying little prick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rubio's a congressperson, right? Rubio's he's a, a senator. senator. He's a senator. Cruz right. is a senator. Yeah. So there's a fellow named Lester Wolf. Yeah, he's going. He's going. He's done. <laughs> Democrat from New York, born 1919. He is still a sitting congressperson. Who the fuck elects that guy? <laughs> he's a, wait. He's 101 years old. Yeah. I, if, Did you say 1919? That's what it says. And he's, he's still. There's no, no way. No, this can't be true. Oh, I'm reading Wikipedia. There's no so there's way that. that those people still elect him. We don't want to elect the two 70 year old dudes we oh, got wait running. A minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, it says. Boy, do I miss Garen. List of oldest <laughs> living members. I don't know. Let me read this and I'll see what I got. Right, hey, Garen, let's check in with you over at the Pop Culture Beats Info Desk. Uh, can you hear me, Garen? Hello. Hey, Garen. So what, what's that polio uh, situation? Matt was concerned about that. Uh, polio started uh, uh, in the 1900s when the major epidemics began to occur, and then it just got worse and worse. Uh, widespread epidemics appeared in the United States by 1910, and then at its peak, it was 1940s and 50s. So, yeah, the 40s and 50s, that's when I remember, like... But people weren't homebound, were they? The 40s and 50s? I think they may have been. For, for 20 years? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what do you mean by home? Like to avoid like it? They were, they were people quarantined or, or, or oh, yeah, that, I see social distancing. Like uh, how did it change people's lives is my point. Like I don't even know how polio was transmitted. I don't think it's transmitted. Uh-oh. Jimmy coughed, Uh-oh. guys. Put yeah. your masks on. That's the first time I've coughed in about seven hours. I think, I think we're in trouble. Yeah. All right. I have a correction. On, it was a dry uh, cough. <laughs> <laughs> I have a correction on uh, what I was saying. So that fellow wolf was a long-serving congressman who is still alive, but he's not currently oh, serving. Oh, got it. Okay. He's still, yeah, got it. That makes so sense. the longest-serving, the, the the oldest currently, who is 93, okay. is a fellow by the name of Don Young from Alaska. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, but he's not staying in Alaska. Yeah, that's true. If, you, if you're the congressperson from Alaska, you're hanging out in Alaska most of the time? I'm going to be in Washington. Washington. I'm going to yeah. be in Washington, D.C. I'm a Nationals fan. Alaska doesn't have a baseball team. I'm not going to root for the Mariners as much as I like that team. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not my way if I'm this gentleman. Yeah. I go to Washington and I uh, I root the Nats. Okay. Assuming baseball ever comes back. <laughs> if anything comes back. I'm with you, though, Matt. But what you were saying earlier about, like, on my Facebook page, I'll see somebody having a great time in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You still went. <laughs> you still went. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm mad at everybody. Like, 
you know, Zoe and I took a walk yesterday or we, we walked down to the track to jog and like jogging was like a real, she's taking it very seriously. I'm trying to take it seriously. So we're trying to keep six feet from everybody and mostly it's fine. Everybody's aware of each other and, and being cautious. There's this one old woman walking in the middle of the track, ma'am, dead center the whole time. And it's like, you're the one who's going to die. I'm not, I'm fine. I'm young. But if you get coughed on, you're going out. So by all means, continue to be in our way. But everyone was swerving around or we're going into the grass on either side. It was ridiculous. So I, every time I'm out of my house, I just feel like I'm hyper aware of anybody who's like that, who just yeah. seems to be like oblivious uh, and, you know, I've never crossed the street so many times in my life, honestly. <laughs> I've been crossing streets like nobody's business. Can I recommend something? Yeah. Look both ways. I have been. Okay. The traffic's been lighter, though. I, I will say that. That's nice. I will say that it still took me 25 minutes to get here today, yeah. and that's very... That, there was more traffic on the 405 today than I... Than you would have expected. I thought it'd be more of a ghost town, and ten, only, ten was only three idiots would be out on the road. <laughs> yeah, actually, driving here this morning, I was surprised that it was not that different. I think well, they're, it they're, they're, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Across the hall, they're here. Our, yeah. Show business has shut down. Our office mates are here. Elise's office is still open. She's not going, but uh, of, you know, as of right as of today, people are still going into that office, and I, that's an office of a hundred people. So, not not cool. I'm working from home, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone's calling her to be like, "Can I work from home?" She's like, "I, it's not my call. You have to talk to her boss." But. Um, well, who says no? It depends on what they're doing, honestly. There's some things that if people are set up to work from home, like if they have their own Cintiq and everything, then they can do their work from home probably. I but. saw Cintiq dance at the Deja Vu once, <laughs> and I, she emptied my wallet. That's how terrific she was. What was her song? What's that? Uh, Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue. There you go. Mm. I picked the most obvious one. <laughs> and and got to be honest, went into a panic like I've never panicked. I better have an answer for this. Yeah. I was thrilled I was even able to come up with that one. I was trying to think of like a drawing or art or cartoon related song yeah. but what, what would that be can you think of one no nope. now that you've had time no nope. what's what's the name of that kid who uh who likes to tell us about his drawings simon yeah that, she could have danced to that <laughs> that'd be that's a great stripper song <laughs> i don't know that well song. you know my name is simon <laughs> and, and i, I like, like to make drawings, drawings. <laughs> i watch a girl dance to that. <laughs> i wish i had every nickel back that i wasted at a strip club in my younger days yeah well, Do you wish you had a, a, a Nickelback album? Because I'm sure you can get them pretty cheap. <laughs> uh, I don't wish I had that, no. Okay. But uh, I would imagine you're right that they're probably, uh, probably pretty expensive. I could probably just use it on Apple Music and stream it free. Good point. I'll do that. All right, yeah. You, you already paid that. for the service. You right. might as well Take just stream it. it. Yeah. Right? Why would I exclude Nickelback from that? Mm -hmm. uh, you've been bringing up this six feet business from time to time. Yes. I have a tape measure here. I do want safety first. Let's find out. We, we rearranged the room. I think it's longer than six feet. I think you're more than six feet away from one another. You think so? Yeah. Now, don't touch that, Matt. <laughs> But uh, just try to hook it to the table here. My guess is you're almost at six feet now. Uh, what's your what? Are you at six feet now? How many how many inches is six feet? Uh, well, Seventy-two. Uh, well, where are you really sitting, Matt? I'm right here, as you can see. So what's that? Uh, yeah, we're we're six feet apart, right here. Here's six. That's, feet. that's exactly six. six. So we're really? we're, we're we're more than six feet. You think? I think we're right on the cusp. That's this is six feet right there. I mean, you could slide back because I think we're good. I, I'm. I'm. But look, look my at our back head. against the wall. Look, at, grab a piece of paper and lift that. Lift that thing up. I've also got my back against the record machine. Uh, all right. So now put that close to your microphone. So that now we're. You now I got a little saggy sug. 
Uh, for the listener, this, there's a tape measure involved here, and they're trying to keep it straight in the middle of the air. You want to be six feet from me, it. but you want this thing on my nose. <laughs> we are now seven stupid. feet away. We're good. We're okay. fine. Right. You and Elliot, on the other hand, we're we're. But we're, there's a bank of uh, monitors yeah. between us. You want to know? Uh, sure. I want to know if he's no, six feet from me. I, <laughs> I say a prayer that he doesn't have coronavirus. You guys are six feet apart. All right. Ah, oh, motherfuck! God damn it! The worst thing you want to have happen with the tape measure just happened. Well, especially because I coughed on it right before you started. Oh, Jesus. Did you break it? You break it, you bought it. <laughs> That's right. We can, we can never possibly get another tape measure. No. God damn it. The stores are closed. My what are you going to do? My grandfather gave that to me. <laughs> right after he survived the polio epidemic, which I, I'm not satisfied with those answers whatsoever. I do. You know, comedian Jimmy Alec had polio. Oh my God. Yeah, I remember my dad. That was a big concern uh, to this point of the 50s. Yeah. Uh, big concern was getting polio when my father was a child. Mm-hmm. So uh, my dad would have been, what, he was born in 43? He would have been like 10 to 13, like right in that mm-hmm. area. Like his, his, you know, youth was scared of getting polio. And like I mm-hmm. say, Jimmy Alec uh, was a comedian who worked uh, from the south side of Chicago as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he's friends with uh, Tom Treason. Yeah, I mean, my mom's the same age, so I guess I could ask her. But I, it's like you don't hear stories about people being like, oh, yeah, we couldn't Could go Could you text outside. your mom right now and say, hey, did you guys have to stay? Were you quarantined or all during yeah. the polio? I know she's not doing anything. <laughs> I can certainly text her. Because uh, my my family chain has been blowing up as we've been sitting here. So, Oh, wow. oh is that right? Uh, it's just people. It's just my family going back and forth about what they're doing to kill time. Uh, uh, question... Interesting. So it's, uh, yeah, going back to it's interesting that uh, sadly all the comedy clubs have closed. Right. You know, that, uh, it just makes I know that some tried over the weekend, like, you know, we're going to stay open and uh, see what happens. And then they just they decided at the, after this weekend that they're done. Well, the uh, the mayor of Los Angeles put out a missive saying uh, all entertainment venues, gyms. Well, here I'm, I'm saying like elsewhere. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Like my friend Keith, our friend of the show, Keith Stubbs in Salt Lake City, they they went down to one club hoping that that would uh, sustain, and then uh, they made the decision to shut that down for a few weeks as well. It just makes sense. It yeah. just makes sense. I saw people in a gym, uh, like a you know one of those crazy. I don't know if it's kickboxing or one. Of, what's the what's the thing that it's like a cult? Oh, uh, the big room. <laughs> <laughs> Not that much of a cult. Uh, M- oh, MMA? Cross, cross, CrossFit. CrossFit, yeah. I saw, I drove by a gym this morning. People were in it working out. It's like, what are you doing? They shut, as of midnight last night, those were supposed to be shut down. Yeah. Th- oh. That's part of the list of things that were shut down. I saw one person, as I was, I saw a person standing up and then I saw a person, uh, like they were on their all fours and I was like, oh, so that person's just overseeing the other person wiping everything down. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, no, that person's doing a one-handed push up. I well, thought they were like cleaning, but they were Well, that out. makes more sense than two hands, right? You're going to get <laughs> That's possible, true. As little as possible. Yeah. But I, I will say, if there are people who are going to ignore that and be dicks about it, at least those people are the healthiest people. Hmm. Maybe are they? Hey, Jim, Jim oh. Fix. Uh, you know, he died running. Who? Isn't that his name? Did I get his name? The, Jim Fix. That sounds right. Gary, look that up. Jim Fix, jogger, like a like it's a marathon the one that runner both, or something. Both Bill uh, Bill Hicks and Dennis Leary did oh, a joke about it. Right. Supposedly, one stole it from the other. Mm-hmm. We'll let you guys figure out who you think did the stealing. <laughs> I, did, I don't know. Is it Diddy or is it parallel thinking? It's one of those. It doesn't seem like a very uh, 
is not a very unique thought to be like, oh, the, the guy famous for distance running died of a heart attack or the, whatever his health thing was. Right. And, also, and to, to, your, to, to, to add to that, both Dennis Leary and Bill Hicks were chain smokers. So both right. of their take about, you know, I, I smoke this much. Yeah. You know, I'm going to keep doing it because that guy didn't smoke at all and he died. So like one could argue mm-hmm. you both came up with that idea. Yeah. Uh, it was Jim Fix, by the way. Is, is it F-I-X or G- F-I-C-K-S? How do you spell it, Garen? F-I-X-X. Oh, like the like the band. Like the band. And also like Nikki Six, but with an F. Yes. Yes, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that guy's real name. Uh, I don't think By the is. way, yeah. uh, polio is spread in a very unusual way. Okay. Uh, it's spread... When the stool of an infected person is introduced into the mouth of another person through contaminated water or food. Oh, oh shit. So they probably shut pools down. Yeah. And all those yeah, and mouth shitting clubs. Which are chill midnight last night. All the, all the mouth shitting clubs were closed. That used to be very popular yeah. <laughs> before polio. Which is why Danny Thomas would do it uh, underneath yeah. a uh, coffee right. table. Yeah, because he grew up during that scandal. Yeah, that makes sense now. Oh, wow. That's all starting to make sense. All right, so I haven't heard back from my mom, but I assume she's going to say, no, I wasn't drinking shit water, so yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, interesting. All right, well, thank but you. I, I could see how that, yeah, if... if, if um, the plumbing systems in certain areas might not have been up to code or right. whatever, and and some some uh, wastewater could have been leaching into drinking water, and that could have caused to spread. But right, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break here in a little bit. Right, not yet. I guess uh, our guest is going to be calling in. Yeah. Uh, but we'll take a break. Uh, that'll be one of the new uh, formats here. We'll take the break before that person calls in. And then when we come out of the break, we will uh, welcome them in. We also have trivia, as we uh, have now on the. Uh, uh, the numbered episodes. Uh, Oliver wrote the trivia question today. Oh, nice. Uh, I have it in my pocket. He's written down the um, category and then also a question and then also the answer. So I and he's uh, do that and post it and folded them and sealed them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that I do not know the answers to these. So uh, all right. Uh, and then I have it. I, I didn't read any of it. And I put it like in the middle of my money. So when I pull it out. Uh, that'll be the first time that I read uh, any of that information. So well, I guess uh, we're just supposed to trust the Pardo family now. Right. <laughs> first of all, you can trust me. Uh, I'm a trust fund baby. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you think there's anybody in, in, in my world, the most trustworthy. Oh, human being, oh, Oliver, I trust. Yeah. It's the it's what happened once it went into your pocket and you were en route to the studio that I'm a little uh, suspect. Fine. Of. I looked at it. <laughs> I would never look at it. That's not fun. It's yeah, not fun, fun for anybody. Nah, I'm just joshing. That's not fun. You're the fucking guy embezzling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, if, what if I'm like Trump uh, or other people we know where you accuse them of doing what you... Mm-hmm. Uh, it would, boy, that'd be a long way for me to go to embezzle, though, considering I don't know where we bank. <laughs> I don't know our bank account. Really? Is that uh, true? I don't... Is it the same as that's on our uh, debit card? Yeah. Do we have a debit card or is that oh, a, that's oh, a credit card? Oh, no, the credit card. No, that's a different bank. But we do have a debit card, too, right? Yes. I don't know what you did with yours, but. Is it safe to say it on the air if I if I guess it? I think so. It's one of the largest banks in the world. I don't think that's good. People are like, oh, they're at that one. Well, then I'll break in and steal their money. Guess, well, then I guess I don't have it. I had us at Steve's. Steve's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bank and Trust. Are we at B of A? Yeah. Okay. All right. Then I do know what bank we're at. Yeah. I don't know what branch. I don't think that matters in this day and age. I know that. 
No, we I only really say I only say that because sometimes when when like if you're setting up a wire yes, transfer, right? they ask you. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to say. The headquarters of the entire multinational organization, or the one I've been to recently. What 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 are you looking for? Where I where I opened the account 15 years ago? Right. Which the may, internet? May, which may be a Costco now? <laughs> right. Uh, I with you because you and I just had to fill out some paperwork. Yeah. And that's where it asked for our branch. Like. I, my, my house now. It's my phone Who and my brand. Gives a shit? Yeah. What do you need to know that for? Send my money. <laughs> Here's the I can't make my bills because we went to a new pay format that's fucking sucking me dry. <laughs> wow. It's disgusting. And my partner's embezzling. <laughs> Everything's going bad. We'll be back. Hey, uh, Everlane is a company that is uh, we talked about in the past. We're mm. going to talk about it again today. We are. Why would you buy a t-shirt for $50, idiot? <laughs> oh, God. Why would you do that, man? You really put me in, Why the, would you in, do the, that? in the crosshairs with this. You don't know you cost $7 to make it. Yeah, I'm stupid. Well, I wouldn't do that. And with Everlane, I don't have to. I will never overpay for quality clothes with Everlane. Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. I will tell you, while I'm not wearing an Everlane right now, I have uh, one of my favorite t-shirts. And I have a, a drawer full of favorite t-shirts. Yeah. One of them is this beautiful blue that I have from Everlane. And it is it's, it, it drapes on me beautifully. They're, they're, yeah, their shirts are great. Their pants are great. They're, they're doing it right over there. Well, Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. Uh, they want you to know what you're paying for and why. They tell you the real costs and are radically transparent about every step of the process. I like that. I like knowing that uh, I don't have to feel bad about uh, who made these clothes or where they came from. Well, they're made in ethical factories. Yeah. So uh, be proud to wear your Everlane. Uh, no matter what your style of preference is, you and I both wear similar clothing, but we have our own styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, and last longer because Everlane sells directly to you. Their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. They've got a, uh, this, this might be what I was just talking about. They have an essential cotton crew t-shirt. It's a, it's made exactly what you're hoping it would be. <laughs> I, I mean, I've can tell you, it's like the, some of the most comfortable t-shirts I've ever worn are, are Everlane. Like they're just, they just fit nicely. They feel good on your body. They make you feel like you're getting a hug from a shirt. Well, here's why it's versatile. It's simple. It's stylish. And it's made from quality materials. Uh, they got shoes that are Italian made. They've got outerwear that are made from recycled water bottles. That's cool. They've got perfectly fit uh, uh, silks that they use. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> perfectly fit silks. Maybe misspoken. So the silkworms are working out at the gym. Is that <laughs> what's happening? These are very fit silkworms. <laughs> yes. Uh, they got Japanese denim. You know, your better denim comes from the Japanese. I do know that, actually. Salvage denim is, is often uh, the, the, the best stuff is always from, from Japan. All right. Right now. Yep. You can uh, check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash pardo. Uh, that is everlane, E-V-E-R-L-A-N-E dot com slash pardo. And you will get free shipping on your first order. Mm-hmm. That is everlane.com slash pardo to get free shipping on your first order. Everlane.com slash pardo. Everlane. Better way to dress. Hey, Matt. Hey, Jimmy. On season one of Never Not Funny, you, me, and Mike Schmidt, the three of us, yeah. you, Mike Schmidt, and I talked about that. There we go. I yeah. like that better. Uh, we talked about uh, shaving the private area. Yes. Right? Matt, uh, you, I believe you and Mike thought I was bananas for doing so. Yeah, I, I keep it freaky down there. I, I, you still keep it freaky to this day. Yeah, I, I like to, you know, I like to let my freak flag fly in the, in the lower well, region. Well, I'm going to ask you, and so are the fine folks at Manscaped, mm-hmm. for you to knock it off. Okay. Manscaped, uh, they're 
they're going to hold you accountable to get rid of that funk and shave your junk. Mm-hmm. Their words, not mine. <laughs> yep. Although I liked it. Hey, time to ruin the funk and shave your junk. I'll, I'll do the first part. I very much, I've been. I've, wait, sh- shaving is going to help with that. You think? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, guess, I guess that makes sense. It'll cool it down a little, the less hair. It's like uh, less You're telling insulation. me you've never shaved down there in your life. Never. Shave it. Uh, it seems. That's where the funk is coming from. So the, when I say funk, I mean, it's just, it gets too warm. Right. Yeah. Cool it down. Cool it off. New addition, this thing, man. Yeah, take a, yeah, just uh, buzz it and uh, fuzz it. You know who? You know who does it? <laughs> who? Uh, Bobby, Ricky, Ronnie, Ricky, Mike, Mike. Well, if I love the fuzz, who cares who you like? <laughs> they shave their balls. Who cares who you like? <laughs> Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Yeah. Right. Listen, I I do it on a regular basis. I, I I shave it down there with both a trimmer and a scissor. And one time with a scissor, many many years ago, I uh, sliced my scrotum a little bit. Oh God! And you want to know pain? That's pain, buddy. Oh boy. Not so with Manscaped. Well, they have their own clippers. Maybe you should use those. They're designed just for your balls. Well, they are forever changing the grooming game, Matt. With what you just talked about, the Perfect Package 3.0 Essentials Kit, Perfect Tools. It comes with. Here's what it comes with. The improved lawnmower 3.0. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other f- liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Yeah. See, so what you do is you shave down there, then you you you, you soak it up with these uh, lotions. I've already made use of the the I think they call it the crop uh, protector crop. Uh, what does it say it there? Uh, crop preserver. Crop preserver, which is fantastic. This is what I've been wanting my whole life, which is just something. I don't want to get too graphic, but I I need I need some uh, deodorant and moisturizing I'm, in that I'm area. Not, I'm not effing around anymore. Shave it a little bit, trim it down there, <laughs> right. and you won't be as fungusy. Yeah, you're full of fungus. It's not the fungus. It's just it's. Well, Trust me, it's about it the is. fungus. Okay. It is sweaty down there, and your the sweat stays because right, you got but, all that hair down there. Yeah, but the shave it. But Manscape this, it. But the cream, I've so I've used the cream and it's fantastic. Well, it's, imagine it, now with smooth balls, that cream <laughs> is going to go on nicer and last longer. Okay. Now listen, let's not forget about that crop preserver. It's an anti-shaving ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant in your armpits, right? So why not? Why not put it on the smelliest part of your body? Yeah. That stinky area of yours. I mean, Mine I don't know about smell. I just know that it's it's it gets uncomfortable to to be sitting or walking. Trust me, it smells. Okay. What, were you, what, you said that in a weird way. I once bent down to tie my shoe <laughs> near you, and I was like, this son of a bitch isn't shaving. Dear Lord. Uh, they got that blade that Matt talked about. Uh, now, here's the package. Mm-hmm. You purchase the new Perfect Package 3.0 kit at manscaped.com, mm-hmm. and you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. Subscribers get new replacement blade refills for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months. Hmm. Right. Uh, so you're weed whacking down there and that's going to get a little uh, dull that right. blade over time. Sure. Three months later, here comes a fresh blade, mm-hmm. fresh balls. <laughs> Make sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean for a limited time. Subscribers get not one, but two free gifts. Okay. You get the shed travel bag. That's a $39 value. Mm-hmm. And the patented high performance anti-chafing manscaped boxer briefs. Nice. Right. You get some underpants and you get the travel kit. Yep. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Their word's not mine. <laughs> Get 20% off and free shipping by using the code funny. Funny. Yes. At manscaped.com. So go to manscaped.com, M A N S C A P E D.com, and then at checkout, use the code funny, and uh, you're going to do yourself a favor and you always have the right tools for the job. Now, here's a, to add a little more joy to that. As I said, you get 20% off and free shipping. 
with the code funny at manscaped.com 20% off at manscaped.com use the code funny your partner your body and your balls will thank you manscaped better way to shave down there partner Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2603. Uh, Elliot is in the house. Matt is in the house. We'll go around the horn a little bit later. Uh, Garen is at home. Uh, safety first, right? Uh, I think it's 6,000 feet away from a guy named Garen. It's the, <laughs> the social distancing that they're requesting. It's six feet, unless you know a guy named Garen, then it's 6,000. Okay. Well, then we're doing the right thing. How far away do you think he is right now in uh, Van Nuys? Uh, how far away? How many feet is in 6,000? I mean, how many miles? It might be a mile away. Yeah, Garen, you've walked it before, right? Is it about a mile? I think it's like a mile and a half or two, maybe two miles. But how many feet is it? How many feet in a mile? So it's 5,000 5, something. Oh, so, so we're... Uh, you're, not, you're not far I, off. Literally, my 6,000 could be right. worked out. Yeah. I'm a hero. I saved it. I saved the virus, guys. Oh, good. Everybody's free to go to the movies again. <laughs> all right, let's you saved the virus? <laughs> I, I saved the virus. The virus was uh, strangling us all, and I, he was mad at us, and I saved him from... You know, it's like uh, it's like when a, a bear has a uh, thorn in its paw, and it's angry. <laughs> uh, that's what the virus is. The virus oh. is currently angry. Oh, it just needed to, to it be some soothed. some care. Uh, yes. Tail as old as time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The yes, thing that we is. were all scared of is actually just fine as long as we uh, treat it nicely. Absolutely. The virus needs to be coddled, not like uh, a grown man who's uh, worried about the future. Uh, here's a gentleman who just got off the road. Uh, uh, Matt was on the road this weekend, believe it or not. He had to fly on an airplane yesterday. I like. I can't wait to hear about how that uh, those travels were, how uh, early you had to get to the airport, so on and so forth. Uh, Matt was uh, due to be in here today. He's got a brand new album coming out. Uh, seems like perfect time with the economy tanking. Uh, right? <laughs> so um, uh, uh, please welcome in uh, Matt Bronger. Hello, Matt. Hey, guys. What's happening? You know, I uh, hope everyone's doing okay. Yeah, uh, seems to be going okay. We're, we're adhering to that 6,000 foot rule. The guy's <laughs> named Garen. Uh, now, where do you live, Matt, in town here? I, I, I'm in Los Feliz, so oh, yeah. I'm at least six thousand in the other direction. Yeah, uh, yeah from yeah. so probably twelve thousand from from yeah from Garen. Oh, you're yeah. in, you're in great shape then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Garen is the epicenter, right? He's the epicenter of the whole thing. I think he is. Yeah. <laughs> right? Doesn't yeah. he make it? When you're around him, isn't it hard to breathe? And don't you start coughing? <laughs> <laughs> right uh, now, Matt. Uh, so you were uh, first of all. What's the, let's get this out of there. What's the name of the new album? And when is it? it yeah, obviously, it's on the streaming it's, services. It's out. Uh, it's called Please Hold Me. I recorded it uh, a year ago, but it's, you know, it's it's all um, much more timeless than timely material. So you can enjoy it anytime, no matter who you are. Uh, and it's it's <laughs> it's there for streaming on your Spotify, your Apple Music, your Pandora uh, and Stitcher and everything else. So, um, yeah, use it to eat up an hour of your day right, uh, throughout the, uh, the week. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was in. Um, I was in Ann Arbor this weekend. Uh, which, Ann Arbor, Michigan. So the weather and the so the weather is was it cold? Is it warm? What I know it. It, it was it, chilly. Okay, it was chilly. It was definitely uh, um, medium heavy jacket weather. Not not too not too wet. Uh, no snow, but you got to wear a hat. And uh, you know, unless you're from there, people that were from there are wearing you know light jackets and shorts and <laughs> right. flip flops as they do. But. Um, but yeah, it's it's it was it was a weird situation because I um, uh, they canceled the late show on Friday, but then sales were really good for Saturday, and I was I, I'll be I've never been more on the fence in my life where I'm like, am I being irresponsible? But I uh, the the club spaced the crowd out and um, disinfected uh, every chair, every table. I saw them to do it do it every night uh, before and after shows and um, all that jazz. So it, it, it was one of those things where I just comforted myself by going, this is it. This is it for a while. So yeah. now I'm not leaving the house for, 
you know, weeks, just like everybody else. But at the same time, you're uh, between shows. You're in a green room with other comedians, right? That, that's uh, uh, how do you adhere to the six foot rule when you're in there? I kind of left. I, I would go okay. back to my hotel. Uh, I, I kind of do that anyway. Okay. I tend to go and sit down with a, a notepad and go, all right, well, that that was this was good. That was OK. You know, a little bit of that. Um, but before before the show, yeah, there is that time where I'm 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 near all of them, and but we're all we're all you know about six feet apart, you know. So <laughs> right, <laughs> there was no touching this weekend. I will say that no touch. All right. We, and yeah. now, Matt, uh, you know I always find that the time between shows is a good time to bond with the other comedians. Uh, you say on a regular basis you leave the premises. <laughs> you have yeah. no interest in be, uh, being friendly with these other comedians at all. No, no, I'm very, I'm very friendly with them. I'm just, I'm just restless. I, I don't know if it's being an only child or what, but I kind of always have been, and I don't. I, 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 one of the most fascinating things to me ever was when I opened for Dave Chappelle in Montreal about four years ago, where he just hung out backstage with his family and some friends, and just smoked weed and sat around, and we'd talk, and then. Then he would just let a DJ go on stage and play and the audience would wait for like an hour and then a comic would go up and then they'd wait another hour and then another comic would go up. And in the meanwhile, he's backstage hanging out and then he just goes on stage when he's fine with it. Like I, I am more of a jumpy guy and like I, I do like hanging out and I'll chill out. But sometimes I just, you know, when I'm done with one show and I'll take pictures of people after, I'll, I'll just go. Sometimes I just walk around the block. You know, sometimes I'll just yeah. find, you know, uh, just a, a place to go hang out or I'll go to my hotel room. Occasionally I'll hang out between shows. But, yeah, I do. I'll just I'll just jump up and leave sometimes. That's for sure. You uh, I, I just I want the show to just be over. Like the idea of him dragging <laughs> that out is like, dude, get on stage and end this night. Why is this happening? Right. Yes, it. Uh, I, 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 there's got to be some ego there, right? It's, there's got to be something behind <laughs> You know, I, Maybe a touch. I recently saw Anita Baker in concert and she was terrific. Um, oh, nice. And she started, you know, admittedly, we were, you know, my wife and I were, you know, 10 of the uh, or two of the 10 white people at this concert. And uh, Oliver stayed overnight at a, my, my son, Oliver, uh, 12 year old son. I uh, stayed yeah. overnight at his friend Gregory's house, who's African-American. And when I went to pick him up the next morning, the mother said, how was the concert? And I said, oh, it was fantastic. She goes, when it eventually started, right? I go, what do you mean? She goes, oh, Anita's notorious for starting late. And it was like, so everybody, everybody, they all knew that. So here's the dumb, 10 dumb white people. They're on time. And contrary, I mean, concerts always start late, but this was crazy. Like even beyond the usual, okay, eight o'clock means 820. This was like 850. Like, yeah. uh, wow. So oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Great show though. If you get a chance to see Anita, uh, Anita Baker, her voice is crisper than ever. Now's the time. Uh, oh, I love Anita Baker. Joe Coy, uh, was was just going on and on about how she came and saw him backstage at the forum and i texted him and i was like i'm listening to anita baker right now like because i did she was on the turntable i was in my office it was like that's fantastic matt what do you think about uh is you know you and i are a couple of club guys at the same time you know we've done some smaller theaters and that when you hear about somebody doing comedy at the forum you know my first thought is holy shit did they get successful secondly it was like Nobody wants to see or do comedy in a venue that big, right? Well, it's it's insane. I feel like there's that there's that. Uh, I won't even say you can't even like you you know where you do clubs and then you do theaters and the big you know I mean I think the biggest place I've ever played is maybe like 
oh, two or two and a half, three thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, yeah, Forum is like eighteen thousand. And it, you know the 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 way that they pull that off is with they put your face on a big screen. Right. So you're basically a movie for the people <laughs> up in the in right. the nosebleed. Yeah. Um. So I think. You know, it's I, I, I don't know how it happens or how it works, and I'm sure I never will. But I, I just know Joe Coy hit that kind of Kevin Hart, Eddie Murphy status, you know, about a year or two ago where it's just insanely out of hand. And that's it's like I think it's like if if you can play those venues, you do. But the can is just such a, it's just the smallest pinhole that only like a few of us will ever get through. It's fascinating to see, but yeah, just speaking uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, I can't think of a lot of comics that I'd be like, I want to see him in a giant venue where it's ever. a $20 beer. Right. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to sit way far away and I want every joke to echo insanely. About this, <laughs> this, this, this giant. I remember I, I, I was in a, I was at a comedy festival uh, one of the uh, JFLs and I, uh, I did, I was, I was doing new faces. I was hosting new faces and I was doing, you know, some material, the stuff that, you know, at the time it's pretty hot shit, you know, like, right. Hey, this is pretty good. You know, people are digging on the road mm-hmm. and it was getting some response, but because it was all industry in the audience, right. It wasn't huge. And I just said, and it was just, just this giant, you know, theater, I just said, oh, yeah, I love playing the space tribunal room. This is great. <laughs> and that line killed right. because they all got self-reflective and went, oh, yeah, fuck, we're, do- we're being dicks to Bronger right now. We're, I'm, you know, it's like I know it's someone's agent, someone's manager, executives who want to use these people, and they're, they're all kind of nervous for their boy or their girl. I yeah. get it. But it's like I'll always forget. So anytime I see those giant venues, I'm like, ah, the space tribunal <laughs> where like if it was like a, a, a Star Trek movie or like where, where they judged, you know, General Zod in a Superman two uh-huh. that kind of thing where you have to stand in front of the space tribunal and they judge you and then shoot you into space. If you like <laughs> if you're found wanting. Right. That's how I kind of think of those venues. <laughs> and have you gone like, with any of your friends uh, like that have done those yet to hang out and watch it or uh, you just hear about it? Just, I mean, most, mostly hear about it. I mean, if, if I'm kind of on the bill of like, like, uh, uh, um, one of the, one of those where they have a, a bunch of different comics at like a festival where playing some enormous thing that's, that's, that's about the closest I've come. Yeah. Or if I've been in a, a festival where there's bands and stuff, but like, I haven't, I haven't had the thing where there's one of us. And that person is Joan Rivers or that person is like they're that status where you're just like, okay, hope you do good because man, (laughs) that is a room. You know, it yeah. is, you know, my, my friend, Pat McGann, who's been on this show, a Chicago comedian, he opens up for Sebastian. Yeah. And he's, I doing, know. he's doing, I love Pat. he's doing Madison square garden for four nights. Like that's just, <laughs> but, and then he goes back and he does the open mic at the Lincoln lodge in Chicago or whatever. You know what I mean? Like God it's, bless him. Uh, it's, it's been, I couldn't imagine going up and do it to a room that doesn't give a shit that you're there even like, and here, please welcome Pat McGann. And you got to open up a show. Yeah, all the pressure's kind of on Pat. It really is. They're like, who's that? I don't know who this is. So you have to do the thing where it's like, okay, this is who I am. This is my style of comedy and my time's up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then, of course, they're going to give full attention to Sebastian because to your point, they dropped 150 bucks on tickets to sit there. Yeah, absolutely. 
God. And it's funny, Sebastian's and I forgot about him. He has that status too. And I, I love watching Sebastian because he's like as much a dancer as he is a comedian. Yes. Like his, his, his movements and his facial expressions. It's kind of the thing where you could someone that didn't even understand English would laugh at him you, you because it's like he's just a, such a performer that way. And so in a way, it's kind of meant for bigger spaces like yeah. that. It just translates well, you, so well. Yeah, you, you see that in a small venue. You're like, dude, tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the the old Dane Cook thing where it's like you saw him on TV and it was like this guy is a clown but when you that that's what you sort of need to do in a Madison Square Garden is yeah. you uh-huh. have to be that yeah, physical. Yeah, I mean yeah, love him or hate him, Dane played to the back row. Yeah. Right. You know, he was he was he was a projector. Yeah. Not only in 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 volume but like in his in his presentation, yeah, yeah, yeah. physicality, yeah, you know, is I'm like talking. Like yeah. this. <laughs> right. No, he's he has now died from the coronavirus. Oh no, we lost him. Yeah. Breaking news. Yeah, uh, he uh, well, put some sleeves on, Dane. That'll help you. Uh, we were never Dane bashers. I mean, in fact, season one, we say we are not Dane bashers on this show. We, his his first album to me is he's is a funny. He's a good comedian. Yeah, he's a good yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's even even the the people that had like a, a big problem with him, like uh, David Cross, is like he's like it would be disingenuous for me to say he's not funny he is funny right you know it's like no one can say that guy wasn't funny right well you know, i know, I know just, i'm sorry go ahead you know it's just i mean it, to me it comes down to comedians it's just like sometimes i'm just like well that's not for me yeah and i'm right. not saying he's not for me that's not even an example of that but it's like i just i don't really i don't have any problem with that many with many comedians because it's just such a hard business anyway mm-hmm. you know as we all know I, you know it's it's funny going back to sebastian real fast because some people yeah. have a problem with him too like you know, ah, he's, he's hacky, he's this and that. And admittedly, there's some stuff that I, I don't understand it. But I will say this, that bit that he has about, and I bring it up a lot on this show, about when company comes over, when somebody yeah. brings your job. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I think, and I'm not, I, I'm not the biggest Sebastian fan. I think he's a terrific comedian. I think that that might be in the top 10 comedy bits of all time. Like that's up there with some legendary pieces. That's how solid that piece of material is. That piece of material is so good, he now plays stadiums. Like, right. That was where it started. That's right. how he started getting yeah. TV special deals. Yeah. Where right. people started going, oh, I like this guy's style of comedy. And, like, I, I remember seeing him at the comedy store when, like, there was, like, no one in the audience. And he was still doing those bits where he makes eye contact with everyone in the room. Right. And he, he draws them in. And it's like he's telling a spooky ghost story, but he's talking that's, about his grandmother. That's perfect. And, like, and he's kind of dancing around. And it's just like... I, 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 it was one of those things where I, I, rather than look at things through a lens of comedy purity, because I mean, when I first came on the scene, I was screaming my throat out <laughs> and I don't do that anymore, but it was kind of this, I, 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 I if I'm honest with myself, I was kind of like, I was screaming from inside the abyss, like, no, it's me. Mm-hmm. I was just a lot more obvious in right. doing it than some comedians. So I, rather than look at things through com- comedic purity, I'm just like, does this make me laugh? Okay. It right. does. Or do I enjoy this? Do I like watching this? You know, I think, it, I think yeah, I, I wouldn't call it hacky, but some people might. Some people, I, 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 I would, I would not. I well, you, you sort of have to look at the the people who make it to that Madison Square Garden forum level could all arguably be accused of being hacky. I mean, like the, sure. the, the great example is the is Robin Williams, who I think now is remembered and 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 beloved as a as an actor and a comedian but there was a there was a stretch of time where people were like that guy is the worst hack and a thief and <laughs> there, there was like a lot of negative energy and, and maybe some of it was was warranted and some of it wasn't but it was also from for his time he was 
I think probably the best if for for some period of time, he was probably the best working comedian in America, if not the world. But if you look at those those specials now, you'd be like, this is really hacky. Like, this is kind of embarrassing. But but you sort of have to I mean, comedy always evolves. So you kind of sort of have to take it as like in the context that it was presented in and the time that it was created, don't you? I mean, I, I feel like yeah, it's unfair to not do that. Without a doubt. And it, it's it's just so easy to throw stones um, at things. And, and I did, you know, I did have that, that kind of part of my life where I, um, I, I would get mad about all the stories of, of Rob Williams ripping off other comics yeah, jokes, right? Because it's like, that to me was like, it's the unforgivable sin, yeah. but it's a weird thing where I feel like he did maybe just kind of forget in the moment that that yes. wasn't his yeah. joke or it went with something so well. And maybe I'm just being t- giving too much credit, but it's like, other than that, even as much as supposedly if you were like on a movie set with him, he would not stop doing bits to the point where you're like, you have to fucking shut up, stop. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, I, I put it this way. When I found out that he, he had died, I bawled like yeah. I knew mm-hmm. him and I'd met him like twice. Right. It just, it, cause he had such an effect and I did so many fantastic moments mm-hmm. in my life because he was such a funny person and such an engaging person because he genuinely did care, you yeah. know? Yeah. But you know, yeah, yeah. So, so he's a, he's a great example. And I remember that Matt, cause we, you know, you and I go back, you know, what, 15, 16 years. Yeah. And, uh, I remember that time where there was this kind of, uh, uh, oh yeah, that guy's a hack. And he was going up at UCB and yep. bombing and everyone in the audience hated him. Yeah. Were, were you like, there, actually, were you there that night that he was, did he did the see you next Tuesday show once? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And there was yeah. a lot of folded arms and kind of yep. not, those people. not hissing, but like people being like, and I'm not, not, not today, brother. Oh, he's a legend. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I remember him watching Kyle Kinane and yes. cracking up. Yes. And it was one of those things where I was like so happy to see that. Yeah. And yeah, and, and it was, it was, um, and I think, I think Jesselnick was either hosting or he was I think on Schmidt that was show. Hosting. Was he not? Oh, Schmidt, yeah. Mike Schmidt was hosting yeah. and um, Jesselnick, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Jesselnick might've gone up right before or right after Robin. And basically just everyone knew he was there and Jesselnick just tore him apart. And I was standing next to Robin Williams watching Jesselnick and just like cry. Like I've never, like he was laughing harder than anybody else in the room. Robin yeah. was just watching well, that. He, he said like, he was like, I'd rather bomb here. Uh, yeah. than anywhere else yeah, and it yeah. was like wow you know but at the same time that is when he fell off the wagon again i know yeah yeah i i was i was next to him at el cid one night and he was like oh shot of tequila and i was oh. like what oh, boy. and then him and me and some other people started singing um you know i like new york in june how about you <laughs> you know from fisher king <laughs> wow. and so you know it was that thing where it was like, man, it sucks that you're drinking again, but this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sucks for um, you, but this is a great memory for me. <laughs> I know. I, I feel so bad, but you know, he also was just, it, I was like, well, maybe he's just having one or two, but then like, you know, people are like, oh, he's drinking out of a bottle of vodka backstage now. Like, yeah. oh, oh no, man. but you know, he cleaned himself up and that was years yeah. yep. before he, um, he ended it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, 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 he's such a fascinating case study of, you know, to his credit, that would utterly destroy me if I was his age mm-hmm. and eating it after all I'd done. Right. And then the next guy just shreds me on stage. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, Oh my God. 
Now, I mean, uh, yeah. Matt, you mentioned your new album is uh, pretty evergreen. Is this the type of material you're doing on that new album? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about Robin Williams. It's all, oh, it's cool. all dissecting Robin Williams' uh, career. I'm glad he came well, up. It's timeless, and it takes your, takes your mind off your trouble. <laughs> you know, it does. So, so perfect. Please hold me the name of the album. And uh, uh, Now, Elliot, yeah. you raised your eyebrows. You had something to add to the uh, conversation? Well, I, I mean, I've, I've done improv over the years, and, and I know that Robin Williams both wrote and did improv. Mm-hmm. One of the things in my experience doing improv is that like it, it isn't as precious to to do something that somebody else said. In other words, somebody might do something funny in a scene and then you might echo that later because it's part of the process. Of, no, nobody then says, you, yeah. hey, man, you did the thing I did right. sketch about the laundry. Although I have yeah. had that happen. Yeah. And like, and like then don't bring it on stage then if you don't want me to, to play off of it because that's the and game I, we're playing. And I will say his his period of ripping people off was the was the 80s and it wasn't you know done in the basis of i mean he improvised but he improvised in stand-up and so what right. he would do is he'd be at the club and comics would like make sure not to do their a material even when industry was in the yeah, audience right. because they were like he's gonna take my shit he's gonna take it and so it was like that 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 kind of makes me made me kind of cringe when i learned about that mm-hmm. uh where it was like he's been watching you and he's laughing and then he goes and does that shit in conversation on the tonight show and people are like oh my god that's so funny but he does your bit to the letter yeah so like i see exactly what you're saying and you're and you're you're absolutely right um but this was in the time of you know where where it was like i don't know i'm I'm glad i'm not doing stand-up in the 80s because it it always seemed (laughs) to me so all or nothing if you got on the tonight show you better kill because you killed your grandkids oh, yeah. could go to law school. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you didn't do well, you were persona non grata and you're dead. You're done. You know, like yeah. it's crazy. You know, Matt, I don't know if you noticed that when you're on stage, there are no comics in the back of the room either. They uh, they don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they don't watch me. They don't watch exactly you. Right. That's how much they don't trust you. Because there's nothing worth stealing. Jimmy, am I right? That's right. Come on. I've seen, uh, listen, I haven't heard the new album yet. I know it's a year old. and um, excited. Yeah, It just came out. It just came out. <laughs> I, I, I recorded it a year ago, and um, I, I'm, well, knock on wood, taping a special in April at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival is still here. Um, it doesn't reschedule, but yeah, this is, it's because my, my special that was recently out, uh, it came out beginning of 2019, uh, took so long to get distribution and to get put out there. Uh, it, it, I built up two hours and change. So I just recorded an album and then now I have enough for a special. So, but I love the album and I love it. This is the first time I've done just an album in years. Uh, I think, uh, Matt, uh, to, uh, to address what you said, I think you're going to even have even more time to uh, prepare for that special. I think, <laughs> I think you're right. They're going to be looking at right. September or yeah, October I for that. <laughs> uh, that would be my bet, too. You know, I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, you know, uh, maybe we wake up tomorrow and this thing's all gone. Yeah. I don't know a lot about science. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, you don't think so? Well, you don't think tomorrow's? Okay. I mean, I, I keep thinking someone's going to be like, oh, my God, coffee grounds cures it. Like, that's going to be the, the right. news. Like, oh, fine. Okay, everything's fine again. Just rub coffee grounds on oh, it. Oh, it's going to be like the quiet place where uh, uh, right it's just water like yeah was it water or was it a high-pitched noise oh it was yeah oh water was uh was, oh, what was water that was the uh the sign or signs the sign signs. Uh, signs. 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 the sign the sign is ace of base <laughs> i know I that saw the sign. that opened yeah, up our eyes uh, th- no wait was ace of base the uh, the nazis or was that the yeah. other rock set no it's ace of base a- two, two of the ace of base members were, were in a, a neo-nazi skinhead like metal like he- hardcore god group. and and then and then doing reggae beats yeah and the then irony. they went right into pop like euro trash pop music uh, <laughs> hey matt completely uh sh- shifting gears we do a thing here on the uh show uh, we play trivia 
And uh, for this week, my son wrote the trivia question. And uh, so I'll give you the category. Everybody plays. Yeah. You have between zero and 25 points to bet. Everybody does it in the spirit of the game. Uh, And if you win, Matt, if you match me, the next time I see you, I'll give you five dollars. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, if uh, if I match, uh, if I get it right, uh, right, Matt Belknap pays me. That's right. Um, un- until we have a sponsor, uh, which I'm told we have a sponsor coming for uh, mm-hmm. for trivia. Okay. Not unlike Dane Coffee and our uh, uh, Platinum yeah uh, show. All right. The the category guys is brands. Brand. B r a n d s. Brands. 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 Okay. Okay. Interesting. Brands. Brand. I don't know. That's that's so broad. I, I could. I mean, I don't is know. It, how. Is it broader than geography? Uh, okay. Well, I just I mean, like there are certain things I know a lot about brand yeah. wise. And then there's things right. I don't know anything about. So that, that could be I could get, get snake bit on this one. Uh, and so the reason we're betting here, Matt, is that in case two people get it right, uh, you know, then we go to the, the we go to the points. Yeah. If, um, I, if I may, I got bit by that last time. And uh, although I. I got it right. I didn't bet enough points, so wait, I did hey, not you, win. You got bit by a mm. bat? I got bit, wait. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. What did you say? No, I bit a bat. <laughs> no, what did you say? In all seriousness. I, I, I got bit by this rule last time. You got time. bit by the... I see. Yes. It literally sounded like I got bit by a bat, and I was like, well, then you're ground zero. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, bat bite. You're the American Man. Wuhan. Uh, all right, so Matt, you're going to go last on this. I go around the horn and check in with everybody. And, okay. uh, and Matt, I know this is crazy to say as... Uh, you know, we're on lockdown. You're, not, you're doing okay on time? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine, man. All right. So yeah. we, uh, we can keep you through the break. We're not taking a break. Uh, so, uh, all right. So Matt, uh, Matt Bronger. Matt Bellamp is also here. I am here. Uh, uh, let's go back to the pop culture beast. He's over there. Uh, uh, Garen, how you hanging in there, pal? I'm hanging, sir. How are you? Now, you're also monitor- monitoring the news. Anything going down that uh, needs to be brought to our attention? We do have some breaking news. What do we got? I'm sorry to say that Idris Elba has confirmed coronavirus. We have got uh, yeah. No, I, I didn't want to say anything. I, I learned that too. I didn't want to bring everyone down. Oh but, man, um, you don't. I mean, this is what happens when you just go go out DJing every night. This is your, yeah. inevitably those wheels of steel are going to get you. <laughs> gonna get you. <laughs> I mean, how many how many hands were on those wheels? Listen, I'll tell you I why. Mean, you you you'd think that would be good social distance though. That there's a barrier for the right. crowd. Right, he's You're up not, he's up top. I yeah. don't know. Mm. Well, I think the uh, Beck said it best. You got two turntables in the microphone. That's where it's at. He's talking about the coronavirus. That's where it's at. Uh, oh, it's on the two tables <laughs> and the microphone. Yeah, that's where it's at. Yeah. Um, but now, what is now? What is that noise? Uh, somebody watching television in the middle of this? <laughs> oh, that might have been my my wife who just paced from oh, uh, the office to the bedroom on. and back through the hallway. This so isn't going to fly. I might need to shut another door. Uh, now, Matt, you mentioned your your wife. Your wife is home. Uh, uh, she's working from home as well. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, is her whole office shut down, or did she just make the choice herself? No, whole office, whole yeah. office. She works on the other side of the business from us, right. uh, managing comedians and producing things and stuff. And so everything, every every management company, every agency, every network uh, is is closed. Uh, it closed last week. They all closed. I, I guess I, I remember hearing about CAA and UTA, and then I didn't know. I, I guess it makes sense that that just trickled down to every single company. But I, my well, now, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> that would be Garen. Garen, what are you my doing? My dog is attacking me. Hold oh on. my god! Really? It sounds like somebody again. opening up a beer can. You yep. know, Jimmy's allergic. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, hey, Matt, does your uh, does your wife manage you? No, uh, she used to. Uh, we had a. a 
that's <laughs> we crossed certain lines you're not supposed to cross years ago. And, <laughs> oh, I see. And here we are now, but we don't work together anymore. Uh, uh, I'm still with the management company that she works for, but with someone else. Okay. So it was yeah. one of those decisions we came to. It was just too much to kind of. Right. You of know, course. Yeah, yeah. Do you think your career has taken off once you uh, stop being your manager? <laughs> it, no, dive bomb. Oh, dive bomb. Really, you don't get the attention. Really oh. hit the rock bottom. Oh boy. Uh, no, uh, I think it was kind of this. It's just the thing is, it's it's way better for both of us, and we still give each other a little advice here and there. But for the most part, it's just it's just a nice piece of pressure that's off. That's just like oh god. Yeah. But she was a great manager. I'll give her that. I would. Uh, are you comfortable saying your wife's first name? You know her. Yeah, Kara. Yeah, I just yeah. want to, I, oh, okay. I was asking oh. the listeners yeah. Yeah, so okay, that she's it, not it. this, uh, of course I know Kara. Yeah. I don't care for, for ages. She represents mm-hmm. a lot of uh, my friends and, yeah. and Matt Bronger. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 longer, no longer Matt Bronger. Um, and then, so Matt, we'll get to the trivia in a moment, but I do want to uh, uh, ask you about the, the airplane yesterday. Uh, sure. So you, I assume you flew out of Detroit, DTW. I did. And uh, did you, did they recommend you get there extra early to deal with lines or like? Oh, what? there there was no lines. Nothing. I I, uh, I breezed in. I could have probably it's about a half an hour drive from Ann Arbor. I could have gotten up an hour before the flight. Probably. Really? Because wow. No lines. No one in the airport. Uh, just a, 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 a sprinkling of humanity. And then um, I got upgraded to first class and there were maybe it was half full and the whole plane was about half full. Okay. And then I landed in LAX was kind of a ghost town. And then my wife picked me up and that was it. So we all, I mean, uh, it was, it was either forced, but probably just social distancing by people just not flying. Mm -hmm. Did you, Uh, which uh, which is good. Did you get stuck sitting next to somebody or were you lucky enough to have like your own row? Oh, I had my own row. Okay, great. Wow. And yeah. uh, I had another. And, and are you comfortable saying what airline you were on? Delta. Uh, and they, every employee was wearing gloves. They had wipes for us. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Uh, for our seats, not our butts. Right. <laughs> That's another step they could take. But they could, well, that's FYI. right around the corner. You could probably right. use the it's, same wipe for your butt if you want. FYI, <laughs> as, if, as if that's something that's been a problem, and they they should step up to that. Uh, <laughs> it turns out it's just my fetish. I keep it. Is it first class or is it not? Where are the aloe wipes for my butt? Um, and uh, Delta, of course, Matt, they uh, they love to fly. Yeah, and it shows. All right. It does show. Uh, <laughs> and then you got to LAX. It's a ghost town. Your wife picks you up. You head home, and then you're on lockdown. And then you That's take it. you take yeah. the longest, hottest shower of your life after that flight, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I've been – people have asked me, because I've been traveling the last couple of weeks, like what the difference is. And the biggest one I've noticed is that men wash their hands now. Like that's it. I, I remember seeing just some of these dirt bags go come right out of a locked stall, whistling, right? just past whistling. Like you certainly took a dump, sir. And and now we're all standing in line with our hands raised like doctors waiting for right. you know uh, a fresh patient. This hot, hot wash. Everyone's washing their hands, and yeah. so that's I guess a bit of the silver lining. What mm-hmm. uh, what song are you singing when you're washing your hands? We all have our, our song. What are you what are you uh, singing? You know, uh, I've been I've been tending to focus on the slow songs so I don't speed them up. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's chill by Guy is a big one. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, wow. Pretty brown eyes by Men Condition. Um, and uh, uh, let's see, uh, I will by the Beatles off the White Album. That's a good one too. Oh. You know, because it's got a bit of a jaunty beat, mm-hmm. but you can't really rush it. It's like riding a horse slowly, you know. <laughs> 
I, I don't know why. Maybe we talked about it once, but for some reason, Matt, I I consider you a huge Beatles fan. Not just a, like, oh, yeah, I like the Beatles. I consider you, like, are you a huge Beatles fan? No, I... I I do appreciate them. I, I don't kind of like go, uh, they're really easy to discount. I feel because they are just the biggest band of all time. Mm-hmm. I like them. I honestly, I listen to more jazz around the house than anything. Um, oh. and they're not yeah. someone I Hang on, typically queue up, but every once in a while, I will say it's nice to just be like, uh, you know, just say to like our, 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 uh, Amazon home or whatever, play the white album. You know, it's kind of fun to do that. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say I'm like someone that knows a bunch of their history and stuff. But I do appreciate them. But I'm not I wouldn't say I'm the biggest. Let me ask uh, you this. And this this is always how I know if people like the Beatles. What are the, you know, the four names of the guys. <laughs> 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 um, what? Uh, I don't think I, I'm not I, I'm not a Beatles guy. I don't think I. Uh, if you if you offer me right now a million dollars to say name all the Beatles albums, oh. I, I couldn't do it. I don't you know what I don't know if I could too I mean maybe I maybe I could in a pinch but it's funny like you mentioned Anita Baker the last concert I went to was Babyface in uh in in Las Vegas I feel like I thought you were gonna say I'm a big R&B fan which is true and I think you are too no, oh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I, no, I, no, I like I like certain artists, I, but I I don't think uh, you can paint me with no, R&B. Yeah, that guess that's that's true for me too. But I would say more. You're more fan of some R&B and soul artists than you would be the Beatles because I certainly am. Well, that's that's. I used to make a joke on stage to nobody's enjoyment um, <laughs> that, uh, and this does not fall into the uh, the R&B thing. But I have I have more Bee Gees albums in my collection than Beatles. Oh uh, yeah, and like I, I, I and 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 Paul Williams and and Neil Diamond, like I have more of them than the Beatles, and I'm sure that uh, your uh, audio you know, files. I do too, and and it's it's funny the uh, uh, the, the Bee Gees. I I feel like got uh, smashed into everyone's consciousness with all the disco stuff, but but the st- the stuff they did before the more like. Uh, kind of it's honestly like Beatles-esque rock is really good too well you know what I'll, I'll say I'll say this Matt uh, even that b- disco stuff is the fucking best like how it's great like it's if, great if you don't like staying alive I love alive, like Saturday Night Fever and all that stuff oh it's those songs are flawless that, they, they had that I mean uh, Barry had that period where he was not only making like a million hit songs in a row, but he was writing other people's million hits. hits yeah. Every fucking song on the radio was written by Barry Gibb at, at like for like a year and a half. And they're all great. Yeah. I mean, if you like that, I mean, I understand there's like, like somebody could say and tool, everything they do is great. Yeah. If it's not for you, it's not for you, but you know, uh, but it, there was a reason why those, all those songs were hits yeah. because uh, people, you, it, they're kind of irresistible. Damn right. Yeah. Like candy. Well, and it's, Ramped and up and tiny, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's call it the elephant in the room. The reason why people hated disco was not only because it was everywhere and everyone had to do a disco album. It's because it was very black and very gay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one reason people really dumped on it. And like, uh-huh. it, you know, it, it was this, it was this thing. It was going against the grain of what people were like, well, that's, that's not like real music. That's though. not, that's not my yeah. tendugent. And it also, yeah, it exactly. also kind of, it also killed a lot of the seventies rock. Like it was the thing that pushed those bands off the charts and so people who were like fans of of rock were like fuck you that's not what i like and how dare you like take my well i mean that's that's the whole premise of disco demolition steve all's whole thing exactly which of course uh, to quote him from our very show i believe uh uh, or maybe it was backstage was the uh it was a promotion yeah 
It was uh, he got yeah. fired from a gig and it made him angry. And so he said, I'm going to hate disco for entertainment value. And uh, it, it, it like it was it was a, a really brilliant bit. But the problem was it resonated too much, yeah. <laughs> you know, like and it resonated with maybe too much with the wrong people. Yeah. But there was some there was some genuine feeling there that people were like, hey, I. I like rock music. Why is suddenly everything like, you know, uh, a disco beat with strings? And, and uh, mm-hmm. that's yeah. just a, a weird you know who, strip. Uh, you know who else likes, uh, in fact, uh, loves rock and roll? That's Joan Jett. Hmm. Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. <laughs> we're we're well, cer- certainly worth it. And also, like, on the plus side, to bring those people together, you know, heavy rock goes as well with cocaine as disco does. <laughs> right? I don't know why these people, like, come on. Mix it up. I, I don't understand. Yeah. Matt, you're a, you're a guy that's ex- uh, experimented from time to time. Are you, are you ever do cocaine? <laughs> Who, you talking about Belknap or me? Well, I know Belknap is... Uh, I'm straight-edged, baby. Uh, straight-edged. Uh, oh, right. Oh, you, you've never done drugs, no. Matt? No, no. Good. Good for you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, I've, I've done cocaine a handful of times. A handful. It's one of those things that it, uh, I I was one of those people in my heavier drinking days where I would I would love it because it would let me drink more, you know, oh. uh, which I think is not not, not like obviously it's, it's the worst and it's a terrible way to live. But it was just a thing where I was just like, but I was never that person that was like, oh, let's get more. Right. Ever. I would do like a, a bump or two and, and listen, it's all bad for you and all bad for your heart and your brain. But at least I wasn't that person that was, I was never up until like the morning light going, Oh, can we call a guy? Yeah, I, just, right, right. I literally felt like after like a couple hits, I'd be like, yeah, I think I'm good. This is fun, but I might die at any second. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of horrifying. You what, know? Uh, what, um, uh, heroin? <laughs> no, no, man. I mean, Especially coming from the Northwest, heroin, well, not to be a bummer, oh, yeah, but right, killed of two course. of my cousins. Oh, and Jesus. It, I'm sorry it, to hear that. Uh, they they had, were on and off the stuff for years and, um, you know, had had a struggle with it. But it's it's interesting. Uh, when I was in, in Vancouver uh, doing doing a show uh, a couple weeks ago, I was talking to my opener and they and their uh, girlfriend were talking about how how everyone in Vancouver carries Narcan which is, you know, if you find someone and they've overdosed in heroin, you give them Narcan, it, it counteracts the effects and kind of wakes them up. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what, you know, that, that, that scene in Pulp Fiction where right. they shove yeah. the, the syringe in Uma Thurman's chest and she wakes, that's Narcan. So you now don't have to put it right in the heart, but like it's, I was like, wait, everyone carries that? They're like, it's so common that if you have Jesus. musician friends or any of this stuff, we just, people just have it. Wow. And it, that just made me like, so like, oof. Yeah, scared me. You, you know, know I, that it's uh, that prevalent for not only for heroin, but for like fentanyl and all the offshoots that mm-hmm. people are using to medicate themselves. I recently I had a medical procedure done recently, not not within the last year, and I, I I've had so many the last year that I don't remember uh, which one it was. But they had to give me narc- elective, a lot of elective stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, of course, you know I'm getting my uh, my chin. Uh, this, is, getting, yeah. this is Hollywood after all. Yeah, yeah. Jim, Jimmy's actually slowly turning his face into that of a leopard. So like, <laughs> you see him. I'm gonna be that guy. He's gonna have whiskers, but don't oh, be shy. He just never talks about it. He I, still just does his comedy. Exactly I want I want to go on the Masked Singer as me. <laughs> But as the cheetah and then they go reveal yourself this is who i am oh. i can't take this off i apologize take off the other mask. did you used to be famous not even i was a successful podcaster at best um, but i they were they gave me narc narcon is that how you pronounce it 
uh, Narcan, Narcan, Narcan. 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 They, they gave me that in case something went wrong with the. Uh, so the reason I bring it up is it's on my file. Mm-hmm. So whenever I go to the doctor now and, and somebody knew, they'll go, okay, well, let's run down your medications. Oh, and you had Narcan. And I know they're thinking, what the fuck's up with this guy? Why did he have that? <laughs> yeah. That uh, that's on his file. But I, it's expensive, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so now, yeah. Like, well, I, it's an it's an anti anti basically an anti painkiller. So you know, you think of like the reason why you'd never want to do heroin or morphine is because if you get in a horrible accident, you'll need it, and you don't want to be addicted to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, if you're if you're if someone is passed out on it and their body's shutting down, you give them this stuff. They wake up in a hurry and then the, everything's back, right. you know, and they're very unhappy, but they're alive. So, <laughs> you know, if you if you uh, take, you know, uh, if you are taking something for the pain, there's a reason why anesthesia is anesthesi- anesthesiologists. Yeah. What are they? It, they, it, they they're paid more than almost any doctor because it's a very hard thing to determine how right. much pain medication someone needs mm-hmm. or can take. So you self-administrating anything to self-medicate on that level is never wise and you know so that stuff just it kind of wakes you up wakes up your body now you're not a doctor though right matt <laughs> i just want to make that clear in case anybody's listening to this for medical advice no but i think everyone should listen to me as if i am <laughs> all right that makes because, sense no never no please don't uh, i mean uh, it's it's funny i had a, a podcast uh, called advice from a dipshit which now is going to be called this might help and people call in and leave messages and I give them advice. And I always just stress, this is entertainment. Right. Do not right. take yeah. any of this. As cl- <laughs> if you need help, go to a therapist like I do or a doctor. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then now I switch to, to medical, actual medical, <laughs> yeah. medical advice. So you want about so 20 stupid. cc's of that. You know, you make sure you uh, put the right dosage in. Well, if you do that, then you're our president giving advice, which uh, mm-hmm. medical advice, oh, which he has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, that should, maybe you should give your old podcast name to him because that would be perfect. Advice from a dipshit by God, <laughs> hosted by Donald Trump. <laughs> you, just, you just gave me the perfect line. People are like, what happened to the old old one? Uh, I gave the title to our, yeah. our commander-in-chief. Or, or really anybody in his family. Any, uh, uh, yeah. uh, that guy dropped, that, the kid drops memes like he's an uncle living in Dubuque. Like, 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 dude, your dad's the president. Maybe don't be so loose with these memes, you idiot. Yeah, you just you're he's 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 so ensconced in his comfort zone of fans that like will love him no matter what he says, which, you know, I would say probably two thirds are Russian bots. But, yeah. you know, let's uh, let's hope to so. find your audience. Got to find it. You found them. By the way, speaking, speaking of you medical did. stuff, I did get oh. a text back from my mom about, right. about polio. Uh, Matt, we were talking about polio before oh, we got you on the phone. Uh, and uh, Matt Belknap has an update for us on polio. Yeah, we were we were talking about if anyone alive now has lived through anything like what we're living through right now. And the that's the question of whether polio was a similar situation. Uh, and so I texted my mom to see if, if she dealt with polio. Here's what she wrote back. Uh, did not have to stay inside, but yes, was affected as my cousin got polio. He was living in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts at the time. Uh, what I remember is that fruits and vegetables had to be super washed. My grandmother caught me eating grapes that hadn't been washed and was pretty stern with me about it. <laughs> For a while after that, I thought grapes caused polio. <laughs> <laughs> um, no pool swimming. And after uh, being told by her mom, my grandma, that uh, that her cousin had to go in an iron lung and subsequently... 
uh, she heard that uh, many operations had to be done to his leg and one uh, one leg was paralyzed and didn't grow. And then it oh. says after that, so his legs were three different lengths, which sounds like she, he had three legs. I, I assume he just still had the two. Yeah. But they were mm-hmm. two different legs. And then uh, it says when my when my grandfather was a little boy in the 20s, there was a polio epidemic. He was living in New York City. He and uh, two of his three siblings got it. The family moved to a farm in New Jersey where they grew their own food. Uh, none of the three kids had a paralysis or any lasting side effects. So they were able to survive it. That's, wow. But but what we learned, Matt, just so you know, is it was not transmitted the same way that uh, coronaviruses. It was only through, uh, what, fecal matter in water that would yep. leach into drinking water or something. Yep. So it was a, a, Which that explains maybe the fruit the thing fruit, because because yeah. you've got... You've got uh, fertilizer and stuff right so maybe right, there's right. some something there with animal animal uh, fertilizer but yeah. what we also learned is that uh, there's a very good chance your mother answered you answered you immediately <laughs> and then it took her that 45 minutes to write that long end <laughs> yeah she got the text right away and the text and, and then, then she just, i just i just received the message yeah, now. Just, uh, and send <laughs> uh and just before we uh, uh move on yeah. uh, your cousin lived where back then chestnut hill okay thank you <laughs> i don't know i don't know why that detail was thrown in very strange. Uh, just want to make sure I know where your cousin lived. Yeah. Um, Got a right. comedy club there, right? Chestnut? Uh, oh, Chestnut Street Comedy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, the Todd Glass Club. Uh, Matt Bronger is our guest. Matt's taking time away from, uh, I assume. Matt, what do you got planned around the house? How are you going to, how are you going to, like, theoretically, we should be all locked down for about two weeks here. Uh, what is, right. What's Matt Bronger going to do? Well, I have to follow up with a bunch of places and uh, through through my reps and reschedule, obviously, in the, mm-hmm. the coming weeks. Right. And I got to I'm going through some stand up clips and uh, seeing which ones I want to, you know, put it like, like there's just a lot of kind of social media stuff I have to kind of keep uh, people, you know, occupied like I'm trying to be occupied. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. In terms of the house, let's get down to brass tacks. Yeah, what do you got going? Uh, enough, of the, enough of the BS. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we got to clean out the linen closet. Uh, we're going to reorganize the, 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 the office. And um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I have a couple writing things I, I need to get to. You know those things that, you know, you should work on the most that you put last on your list? Uh-huh. Yeah, I've got a couple of those. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, the cool thing is we're all, we're all stocked up for food uh for for i think the next two weeks so we're good there oh, um, yeah. but and so you have a, you actually have a, a to-do list mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's, right. that's that when, when when you're i mean i feel like we're, we're everybody i'm talking to right now is relatively freelance ish yes you know uh and so with that a lot of times i just have to make little lists to just uh keep my sanity yeah rather than kind of uh uh, uh just go oh i don't have anything to do and then everything creeps up on me kind of thing easy to get unmoored your own, your own schedule D- easy to get what i'm sorry Ellie? unmoored unmoored mm. yes yes mm. afloat yes mm-hmm. <laughs> uh all right let me give you your trivia question okay here we go hang on oh. okay are we do we do we bet first or yeah yeah write down your uh, down, based on brands brands right. write yes. down your bet and then here's your question. Here's your okay. question. I almost went around to get everybody's answers, and I realized I did not ask the You're question. Not, you did not ask <laughs> Wait, I just write it down? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, write it down and then show the camera so that we uh, don't think you're... Uh, okay, great. Cool. Um, okay, here we go. Hang on now. I'm having a tough time opening this up. Uh, here's your question. What is the most common pencil brand? 
Oh. Whoa, Jesus. What is the most common pencil brand? I think I bet too high. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, there, there's no question I did. For the, for, the, for the third week in a row, I'm very confident. Is that right? Yeah. How, how'd you do last week? Last week I got it right. The first it right. time yeah. I did not. The first, the first week of this season. All right. Now, so. remember, a 12-year-old boy gave us this trivia question. Mm-hmm. It's great. What it's is a great the most question. common pencil brand? I like it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Wow. Let me check in with, uh, with uh, Garen Cockrell, who's over there. He had breaking news the last time we spoke with him. But, yeah. Uh, Israel Salba, and, uh, who hopefully is uh, getting the treatment that he needs, like everybody that is yeah. uh, suffering. Uh, I mean, it's sad to say, but that probably means he still will not be playing James Bond <laughs> because he has coronavirus. <laughs> this Damn. has changed nothing. Not if they're shooting the next <laughs> month. I heard yeah. they just canceled the Moon Tower. <laughs> Did uh, it really? No, that, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that. Oh, you just talk, okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 Garen, we'll circle back and hear more about you uh, either later on this episode or certainly next episode uh, about how you're hunkering down there. But uh, g- please give me your uh, your guess for the pencil brand. All right. I have to tell you that I have an exclamation point on the screen for Garen. Can we, Garen, can you hear us? Oh. Did we lose Garen? Oh, we might have lost Garen. Shoot. Yeah. Okay. I don't see him. Okay, I don't. Uh, I, I can't right. see the computer. Let at me all. let me reconnect him. All right. Well, this no. is going to happen from time to time. Nothing yep. to uh, to worry about. Uh, so, right. Matt, what uh, when you hang up with us today? Uh, what is is today the day for the linen closet? Is uh, what? Yes, day? it is. Yeah, for sure. Why not? You know, I I feel like we're we're going to chip away at the house and to do the things we needed to do anyway, and nothing too major. But once we run out of that stuff, we will be at each other's throat. Oh, there's no question. So as, <laughs> as long as we can put that off as, as long as humanly possible. Uh-huh. And you have, uh, you have animals over there? You have any pets? No, we don't. We, we uh, kind of came to the conclusion that because we each travel so, uh, so much, mm. it just wouldn't really be fair to the animal. And uh, yeah, we just pay, be paying through the nose for doggy hotels and stuff. So, so, you know, I so, mean, maybe in the future, in her old age kind of yeah. thing, but right now, no. So your your wife is one of those managers that will go to, if, if a client's got a gig somewhere, she'll go and, uh, and rep them there? Well, she she has a client who lives in England, and uh, that client had a TV show there up until I recently, see. and so she would go and, uh, you know, and be there and produce it, too. And also, when he would do uh, a big show, then, you know, so that that was a big one, and now she's got people in New York, um, so she'll go there. Okay. But at least she is flying to England less. But her company is actually based out of England too; it's based out of London. Yeah, right. I remember when they uh, when they opened up their offices here that uh, it was like, oh yeah, it's an English company that's going to be coming over, and like, oh, and then they exploded and became very popular here in the states. Mm-hmm. Not unlike the Beatles. Yeah, they're <laughs> much like the Beatles. They were the Beatles of management companies. If I'm not, if I'm, I think that's their uh, their uh, uh, I was going to say credit card, their business card. Uh, and then just so the people uh, we're not talking about school, your uh, the the client your wife had uh, that was Benny Hill. Yes, uh, he's a, a fresh fresh face, up and coming person who. Um, some say he's pushing against the Me Too movement, and I don't really see it. But um, no, uh, it was uh, Rob Delaney. Uh, oh, yeah, of course, the great Rob Delaney and the, that boy, that show was terrific, wasn't it? It's amazing. It was. That's one of my favorite favorite shows involving relationships. Yeah. It's, re- so, it's so wonderfully dark. Uh, and so and just well done and, and, and real. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we got Garen back. We had him and we lost him again. I don't oh, know. Yeah, he's more lost than he was before. Oh, geez. All right. All right let me let, now. Let me see if I can. All right. Uh, uh, for the li- for the viewer, yes. Uh, so they don't have to do this in post. But because of this, uh, you might not see everybody all the time because there's phone numbers flashing on computer screens and stuff. So, dude. Hi. 
Oh, there he hey, is. There he Hi, Garen. Hey. That was weird. Uh, but you sound great. Well, Garen, let's get your answer in case we lose you again. Um, uh, so, what, what is the most common? What, what was the exact question? What is the most? What is the most common pencil brand? Name a pencil brand. That's the question. Just name a pencil brand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, basically. basically. With, Can you even you, think of one? Without you googling it, I don't want anybody cheating. No, I'm not, I would never do that, Jimmy. I take trivia so seriously. Well, we know yeah. that. We, we trust I know. Uh, this was really me yelling at you, uh, but I'm actually yelling at, uh, at you to get to Matt Bronger. I don't want him Googling. Because <laughs> I hear clickety clicks of a keyboard somewhere, and if that son of a bitch is cheating. Yeah, that's unacceptable. I mean, this is how it starts, guys. First, we get socially distanced and isolated. Then we start cheating at trivia. And the next thing you know, we're eating each other's arms off because uh, we just lost all, all sense of society and, and exactly. civility. Just don't look it up if you don't know it. That's how I feel. <laughs> right? Uh, 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 all right, Garen, uh, please give me your answer. I, honest to God, have no clue. So I, I want to say number two or I want to say lead. But I guess I'll just say 3M. Do they make pencils? Maybe. Sure. Let's find out. I don't know if they do. It's plausible. It's uh, very plausible. Uh, all right. Well, Garen, well, again, we'll check back in with you later on this program or uh, on the next episode. Uh, we appreciate you being here, more importantly, at being at home and uh, keeping everybody safe. Uh, let's check in behind the uh, video village there. That's the uh, the ball escalator, Elliot Hogberg. And again, we, we got that 45-minute uh, monologue from earlier. <laughs> so I'm good. Touching yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, when I look at you two in that orange, you look like you're wearing prison garb. Oh. That's mm. that's what I see. I see you two as prisoners, and, I, and you better get comfortable in that fucking orange. The way you're embezzling every cent away from me. I kind of thought it was more like uh, I'm going to wear a bright color so that people see me and cross the street and keep their distance from me. No, you're a criminal. That's what I see. <laughs> okay, I see the criminal that you are. I get it. You can't hide anymore. Bro. I mean, if, I, if you got to wear this like a, a nice uh, Kennedy Todd zip up ho- hoodie mm-hmm. in prison, then maybe prison isn't so bad. Well, tell me that when you're in there. Okay. Because <laughs> there's only one person in this room that's going to go. <laughs> uh, this may not be Kennedy Todd, I just realized. I forget who it is oh, now. It looks like a Kennedy Todd. It does, but I don't think it is. All right. Well, Kennedy Todd uh, sweatshirts are great. There. Uh, all right. We're checking with Boss Glitter. Uh, your, uh, most common pencil brand. I'm going with Ticonderoga. Ticonderoga. Ticonderoga, by the way, I drafted him in the third round of my fantasy baseball draft. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let us know how that he's goes. Joe, he's Joe Conderoga's son, yeah? Yeah. I'll guess, Andy. I don't know how to <laughs> not. Very to. nice of you. <laughs> Listen, we, we can't shiv him again. Yeah, that's true. He's already. Got <laughs> the guy's already bleeding on the prison floor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can't shiv the. You can't shiv the dead. Shiv yeah. him. Um, Ticonderoga. Uh, all right. Before I get Matt Belknap, I'm actually going to get Matt Brongers. We'll let Matt go. We'll okay. then take okay. a break. We'll come back. We'll close things up. Uh, and Matt, if you end up winning, I will uh, let you know. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, you're not even you're not even going to let him hear the answer. No, that seems the, uh, now in retrospect that seems like a bad plan. <laughs> that's just that's just unfair to him. Yeah. He's going to have to go through the rest of his day. You not know what? Knowing. Uh, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, all right, let's close this up. Then say goodbye to Matt and then come back. Okay. Uh, Well, I I will say to your credit uh, and instinct, Jimmy, I I have not won this one. I know it. Uh, (laughs) I I I cannot think. I'll just I'll give you my answer. Okay. Um, I am going to do the stupidest thing in gambling and just vote with my heart because I cannot think of a pencil brand to save my butt. So I'm going to say Husky. Husky. That is uh, just. I don't even know if they're around anymore, but they were thicker, fat pencils. Yeah, yeah sure. For your for your clumsier child, which I certainly was. And carpenters and as well. I loved. You know, I I I don't know if husky pencils were the same 
uh, company is Husky Jeans, but I kind of hope they were. I was wondering that. Yeah. Did they just, they just make everything for the clumsy child, yeah. the pencil, yeah. the, the pants the, that don't rip as the easily. Large, uh, uh, child who didn't have a lot of bodily control or coordination. Yeah. The child yes. takes the Husky pencil. If so, then you assume they would also make a, a child size helmet, maybe, yeah. maybe some knee yeah. pads. Uh, Matt Belknap, what is uh, the most, uh, what is the most common pencil brand? I also went with Ticonderoga. Nice. You went with Ticonderoga as well. Yep. Uh, and I saw your bet when you did that, by the way. I, yes. You, it looks like you went with the Hardcastle. I did go over the Hardcastle. Ah. Uh, oh, Matt, what did you bet? Oh, yeah, here. I bet 15 because I got, uh, you know, I felt like I wasn't, I was more confident than not. I was like, brands, like I'm good at this, but pencils, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did not see that that left hook coming. That's what I meant I about the category. Car. Yeah, the category is broad, man. It could, if it was going to be about cell phone brands, then I probably right. would have been, aces but pencil brands well, i'm gonna tell you something uh while he's home from school for the next two weeks uh, i'm still gonna ground him that's how unhappy i am with this question still, you go to that room dad i've been in my room for 12 hours get back in there what did you put down jimmy uh i put that i do i i too had no clue i went with yellow I just went yellow pencil yellow what pencil. if what if, the, what if that's like, like uh, yellow bus yellow pencil you know what i mean yeah I, I had that thought too i mean is that a brand i don't know <laughs> oh, okay, don't have we'll a clue see. all right let's find out together uh, by the way, I went with 12. I bet 12 points. Okay. And what, what did you say, Elliot? Uh, I, I also said Ticonderoga. I bet 15. 15. So I'm annoyed, but go ahead. So you're 15. Matt Bronger's 15. No, but, yeah. it doesn't, but, but Matt 19. Belknap is 19 and he has the same answer. I understand answer. that. I'm getting everybody's points. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You I, control freak. I just went 19 for COVID. I mean, come on. I thought that's uh, uh, the spirit <laughs> of the day. That is the spirit. And uh, Garen, how much did you bet out of curiosity? Jimmy, I bet 12 as well. All right, so a couple of, a couple of dozens. All right, here's your Please answer. Give my compliments to Oliver because this is a fantastic trivia question. I will. I, I it's will. Really good. And when he comes out of his room from his grounding, I'll let him know that you liked it. <laughs> uh, here we go. The answer. Oh, ho, 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 ho. we have a tie. Uh, we do have a tie. Again. It is Ticonderoga. <gasps> and Matt Belknap uh, then ends up getting the $5 today. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, that's exciting. Number two to the sky. That's right. I'm excited that we, uh, Number two pencil. First of all, I never heard of that in my entire life. The Ticonderoga pencil? No, I don't know. I, I've never no, heard that I, word. I bet if there's a... If there's I'm a, betting and I'm going to lose. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I bet if there's, a, if there's a pencil in this room, it says Ticonderoga. All right, Matt, do you want my money? You, you don't want the money. No, nah, you can just Venmo that to me. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Seems, I, I'm not going to be handing you cash. Yeah. You're, you're six feet, feet away apart. from each other after we spent a half an hour setting it up. I, I feel like Venmo but, is probably the way to go. Yeah, but here, let me lick this money and hand it over to you. <laughs> yeah, unless you want to wrap each bill in a disinfectant wipe. <laughs> I'm not going to do just that. Just as soon take the Venmo. Uh, all right, Matt Bronger, go get, listen to his new album. Uh, yeah. uh, timeless is how I'm describing this album. <laughs> That's right. And, That's right. Uh, and, and Matt, thank you so much for, uh, you know, uh, uh, being flexible and making this work today as we all try Yo, to navigate hey, guys, this new world. Thanks for having me on. It's nice to have a thing that's actually a thing during yeah. the day. Right. While we're all, like, I don't, everything else I have is kind of self-imposed and everything. And, right. and but this is an actual thing that, that people uh, will or will not enjoy. So I'm excited about that. Um, well, hopefully they will. No, I'm also... kidding. They'll enjoy it. This is gold. We all know it's gold. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> uh, they some, some say all that glitters is gold. I believe it was Bobby Plant that said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's buying a stairway to heaven. That's okay. right. Uh, all right, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Matt You're Bronger. Matt Bronger, everybody, who just said we're the best. Let's isolate that and use that for some promotion. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> take it easy, guys. Uh, take it easy. All right, Bye, we'll, uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back to close things up right after this. 
Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Matt Bronger is on Twitter at Bronger. He's also got a new special, new album out. Uh, I guess it's a special. It's special to listen to it. It's an audio special. You could call it that. It's called Please Hold Me, and it's available on Apple Music, uh, Spotify, wherever you get albums. You can find it there. Please hold me. Enjoy it, and also check out coming soon his new podcast. This might help. You can call in. Go to his Twitter uh, bio, and you can see the phone number to call in if you need advice about something. And uh, Matt will answer you on the show. That'll be fun. Um, so that's Matt Bronger, and Jimmy Pardo is at Jimmy Pardo. And uh, his date at the Fantasy Springs Casino in Indio has been canceled. Uh, so don't go there on April 3 and 4. And I guess it's safe to say, for the time being, all of his upcoming dates have been canceled. Uh, we will Not officially, but uh, it seems like that's the way it's going. So uh, until further notice, you can assume that stuff is canceled for the next month or so. Uh, but you can always check out Jimmy's Records and Tapes on our YouTube channel. There's a new episode this week, a new one next week. And uh, you can find those at youtube.com slash nevernotfunny. That's Jimmy. Uh, take a little stroll down memory lane via his record collection and telling stories from his life uh, one year at a time, one album at a time. And you can also find clips of every uh, Never Not Funny episode on that same YouTube channel, so you should definitely subscribe to it. Click the bell if you want to get notifications when there's new videos up. And uh, don't forget to keep checking in with us. We're going to keep doing episodes for as long as we can possibly do it. So uh, now back to the show. Matt, according to ZipRecruiter research, nearly three-fourths of employers say they're finding it difficult to fill open positions. Whoa. These employers are having trouble finding employees. Yeah, what do they do? What's what's the solution? Well, they got some bold steps, and they're taking them. Okay. 68% of employers have raised their wages. That's 68%. Good. Did I say 68%? Uh, you said 60-something. Yeah, uh, I kind of slurred it. I want to make it 68%. Clear. One right. short of an up top. Up top. <laughs> uh, 23% have increased their benefits. Okay. Now, if you're having a difficult role, if you have a difficult role to fill yeah. or difficulty saying a sentence, <laughs> maybe you should, maybe you're, you want to hire a speech therapist. <laughs> maybe you want to hire a better host. How about that? How about you look on ZipRecruiter for a guy that knows how to talk? Uh, no matter what your industry, right? Perfect example. Replace me. Hire with ZipRecruiter. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Oh, and all you got to do to do that is go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Now, they, here's what they do, Matt. They send your job to over 100 top job sites. Mm -hmm. You think they stop there? No, probably not. You're damn right they don't. (laughs) Okay, good. They've got powerful matching technologies. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills and experience for your job. And they actively... You mean resumes? I think you resumes nope says here resumes uh, r-e-s-u-m-e-s yeah those, those accents mean you say resume there's no accent. resumes it's a french word meaning uh, oh bonjour you know i'm 50 percent french now 50 oh 15 it went, it 15. went up <laughs> no I, I 15 15 i'm really having a tough time getting any of my words out apparently number 68 i couldn't say yeah 15 i couldn't say anyway Anyway, gang, ZipRecruiter, mm-hmm. uh, you can even add uh, screening questions to your job listing so you can filter candidates and focus on the best ones. ZipRecruiter is so effective that, and hear me out, I'm going to, hopefully I can say this, four out of five yep. employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. 24 hours. That's amazing. Don't say numbers to me. You know I'm having a tough time with numbers. Sorry, I didn't mean to flaunt it. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> Try ZipRecruiter.com right now for free. Listeners of Never Not Funny can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. P-A-R-D-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. 
Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Episode 93 uh, minutes is where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 2603. Yep. Uh, just coming back to say goodbye. Uh, close things up here. Uh, we thank Matt Bronger for joining us as well. Uh, and just, uh, you know, it, it, in, uh, you know, we're here to entertain. That's, that, that's the bottom line. But I also want to just say to everybody, you know, be smart and be safe. That is the... Uh, that is the key, and uh, we appreciate you guys, you know, bringing us into your life to kill ninety minutes of time with you. And uh, again, we will continue doing this as long as it's realistically feasible. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, we'll try to knock a, uh, a few episodes out today, mm-hmm. uh, so that we don't have to uh, schlep back over because that uh, that may or may not be the best idea either. So uh, we'll knock some stuff out here today. So. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy seeing those guys in orange. Uh, that, that, <laughs> oh, no, I was going to take the sweatshirt off for the next episode. Oh, were you so. really? Yeah, because uh, it's a little warm in here. It did just get warm. But uh, you know what? My uh, my president tells me that it, uh, the warmer it gets, and then that coronavirus goes away. So oh, Great. Uh, what did you base that on, sir? Uh, nothing. Okay, then say it out loud. Well, I heard that because um, I watched last week tonight. Last I night. did not yet. Okay, well, this isn't a big spoiler, but apparently Geraldo Rivera told his audience or the Fox news audience that if you can hold your breath for 10 seconds you don't have coronavirus uh well you know there was a thing going around from a doctor saying that it, that is one of the ways to test your lungs if, if you could hold it for 10 seconds without coughing that you may not have an infection at this time mm-hmm. so he's not completely uh but if crazy. that were a reliable way to test it then we would not be in the situation right now if everyone could just do that and be like well i don't have it you could have it and not have symptoms by the way my mother wouldn't have been able to do that on any given day well there's a lot of people with respiratory problems yeah. who couldn't do that so yeah, yeah it's, so, it's not a fail safe uh although in geraldo's defense again he did attack the president saying oh, it would be better uh, i'm paraphrasing yeah it would be better if he just shut his mouth oh wow mm-hmm. Good for him. Uh, yeah and he, he also attacked an empty tomb once <laughs> <laughs> okay but again that, that's not his fault it could it, he, it's just fun to remind he could people have opened that up and there failure. could have been a gazillion dollars and a skeleton sitting yeah. in there yeah. <laughs> with a cigar in its teeth yes right he didn't know Hey, speaking of cigars, we just uh, finished an episode, uh, season of uh, Amazing Race. Mm. Yeah. Did you watch season 22, I think it was? Who was? Tell me who was on it. I guess the best way to uh, was there was a father and son, and the father snapped his Achilles. Oh, no. And uh, if I watched it, I don't think I watched it recently, but I probably did see that one because that was in the time frame that I was watching it. Uh, well, one of the one of the finalists was a... Uh, a a cigar chomping republican Uh uh, who literally was a a bro Uh and everything he said was a cliche Mm -hmm. everything and we couldn't we rooted so against him (laughs) uh he and his wife that just they put every they they badmouthed everybody behind their back they Mm -hmm. they thought they, they truly thought they were better than people including bushman (laughs) <laughs> in africa oh they smell so bad fuck you wow yeah it's, horrible people it, that's one of the amazing things about that show and why they call it the amazing race is the amazing part is <laughs> how you see like how how good it is at showing people's true colors right uh you see people at their worst and we would all have that if we were on it because you're tired and uh, you know you're sleep deprived and physically exhausted from running around and doing crazy things and you're stressed because you're being put in stressful situations all the time uh and you're in different countries being exposed to new cultures and and new uh places that you've never new, new seen viruses new viruses. viruses so yeah that's i mean it's like the perfect formula for seeing people be real 
shitty. And on the other side of it, there's people that you would go, well, look at these two hillbillies. I wouldn't spend a second of my day with them. And then they turn out and to be th- really amazing you're people. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, uh, Jet and Cord. Have you met those guys? I did there? like Jet and Cord. Yeah, those guys are great. I liked, and then there was uh, Chuck and Winona on this one. And then also there was, uh, what, Bopper and oh, yeah. Mark? Mark and Bopper? The two uh, miners. The, were they coal miners or something? What were they? Uh, they were, what, a white guy and an African-American guy. Yeah, and they're from like Kentucky, Kentucky or West Virginia or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. There was, uh, I guess what I could take away from that, and I think I might be the first person to say this you do not judge a book by its cover. Mm. Oh. Thank you. Write that down. Write that down so I remember. That's That's really clever. Write it down. Thank you. It's a good turn of phrase. Um, So we thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, Player, uh, players, the platinum episode uh, coming up, of course, on Sunday. If you're not a Mm. member, uh, now's the time to jump in. You can always sign up. Yeah. It's um, month to month. So uh, jump in whenever. And, uh, you get the video of every episode in a second episode every week. Um, bonus stuff we'll be doing. We'll, we'll still be putting out a March bonus episode for the uh, the ten dollar level people. Yeah, uh, as promised. And uh, you know, I don't know about the live stream. We were getting ready to. You know, we were figuring out the oh yeah the setup for the live stream. Month. But uh, we might figure out a way to do it. We'll have to see. Yeah. Well. We'll put a pin in that, but I just realized, yeah, that that was going to all happen, obviously, in the studio. So mm. uh, if we're not able to come back in after today, we'll have to see. We'll just do two the next episode, next right. month or we'll something two, like that. Exactly. Uh, everything will... Uh, will uh, uh, It'll all pan out. Pan out. Yep. Uh, on behalf of the... Uh, there is uh, on the video screen, there's Pop Goes Beast, Garen Cockrell. Uh, <laughs> behind Vitter Village that's the ball scalator the honcho Matt Belknap uh, our guest Matt Bronger for, uh, sincerely from the bottom of my heart be safe out there we appreciate you guys listening we'll see you next time on the podcast AK47 gone not forgotten love never not funny for a second episode every week and video of every episode plus bonus perks sign up for a platinum subscription at nevernotfunny.com never not funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.